This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Today I got time, cuz. <laughs> Today I got time. Hey, man, we live. We live. We live, man. Let's get to it. Sean, come in. Listen, listen, listen. I know, I know. Hey love, I wanna hold you and talk to you Put my arm around your shoulder and walk with you Be that one that'll serve you, my word to you I know that don't be doing what he's supposed to do I got much more to give than homie do And you so fine, I just wanna roll with you You're a queen, you need a king close to you You need it like Peter, just flow with you Oh, I'm trash, I played the fucking I played the edited version, I'm trash I'm like, why is this nigga prodigy not saying nigga and bitch and hoe i needed that energy oh whatever man welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 94 of this week in culture 94 of them things i'm your host ant wood aka trinidad and aka not only a client but president of the lawrence hive and i got my co-president with me jay what up though what up though jay johnson aka the tweeter clap backer i just made another <laughs> nigga go into hiding right now on the tweets i will clap back because i'm smarter than you uh what up though what up though ladies and gentlemen man and this week we review the season four premiere of hbo's insecure the second show that started it all power was the first that got us popping insecure was the second one that got us popping man and we are back after about a year and a half hiatus if not two it was close to two because it went off in the summer so close to two years um, we finally got everybody back, man. Issa, Molly, Lawrence, Tiffany, the gang's all here. Even got a couple new additions we're going to talk about. But uh, happy to be back. Happy to have a show back. The internet's is already in a frenzy. If you yeah. don't follow This Week in Culture on Facebook, please go follow us on Facebook. Um, If you don't follow me personally on Facebook, go follow the group and you can find me. But the thread over there is lit. And y'all need to y'all need to fuck with that. It's a weekly thread. Um, people be like, "Oh, why y'all do this on Twitter?" We could throw it up on Twitter, dog. But I promise you, the Facebook group and all the shit that we doing over there is way more. No, I, I will stuff. I, I can't front. Twitter is my favorite social uh, yeah. networking site. Yeah. However, for this type of content, yeah. so you can see everybody's stuff in the order. In order, right, Twitter. If you're not a, ain't no limits on characters. If you're not a tweeter and you don't know what to look for, you may get. You can't. Follow you can. It. You can kind of lose the navigation yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, same thing on the gram. Like this, we can't have these conversations on the gram the way that we having them on Facebook. Especially so. not on, on, on Instagram because you you were, you can't re- you can't necessarily reply to one person. Yeah, yeah. Unless you got the which update. why have y'all not? So it's they rolled out an update, but it only works for some people for some people phones. Mm, interesting, yeah. interesting. All right, but we're going to get into Insecure. We're going to talk about the premiere episode. We're going to talk about all the characters, everything they did that pissed us off last night. We're going to talk about what's going on on these internet streets and everybody's opinion. Um, Molly's name has come up a whole lot. 
this morning. So we're going to get into all of that, man. But first, oh, one it did go Oh, up. yeah. No, no, no. The, the chat went up. I'm telling you, man. If y'all don't follow me, go follow the group This Week on Culture and then find my personal page from the podcast page. Go follow me. It's lit. Find the chat. Yo, everybody that goes through the chat and just likes all the posts but don't actually say nothing, I see you. I want you to get involved. Now, yeah, yeah, we appreciate you. Though. We appreciate you liking all the posts so and all the... Don't yeah, stop liking. Don't ever <laughs> stop doing that. But I want y'all to keep this convo going, man, because back when we used to have them two, three, four thousand comments a week, it's because of those discussions. So don't just like, get involved. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, But before we get into all of that, man, you know, I, I, I came in here, dog, and I'm like, damn, man, I'm tired of going in there a week and we got to do the coronavirus updates and all that. But it's like week to week is something new. So you you can't avoid it, man. But this week, man, I got a, a problem that I ain't really see coming, bro. What's that? With the Rona, dog. Um, This nigga D-Nice trying to kill me, man. I, I think this nigga might got a personal vendetta with me, bro. Like this nigga D-Nice. I saw some... uh. Some posts. <laughs> Saw your bro, posts about him. Bro, I've never seen a nigga go live more and longer. He don't get cut off at four hours. <laughs> Most niggas get cut off at an hour. Yeah. And that's everybody. Diddy's the only other person that I've seen not get cut off at an hour. He don't come back on? Oh, D-Nice get cut off around like four and a half hours into the mix and comes right back, nigga. Because usually it, it kick everybody off in an hour. In an hour. He back. got special powers, special Instagram uh, approvals. And then when that nigga come back, it don't be like, yo, I'm going to come back the next day and get busy. That nigga be right back that night. Fam, he logged in. I literally got a notification at 4.38 this morning. D-Nice is going live. I'm only up because I don't sleep. Where he at, though? I think he in New York. He in New York? Yeah, D Nice be up with me, nigga. Because if he was on the West Coast, I'm all right. That might make clock. sense. Right, no, that nigga's clock. in New York, bro. D Nice is fucking bugging right now. New York's been asleep for a month. Fam. It used so, to be the city that never sleeps. Now niggas is asleep. Fam, somebody just hit me a minute ago and said, yo, I think I might know personally that this nigga D Nice is on Coke. I ain't said it. It ain't Ant putting that on him. But when they said it, it made sense. Because I said he got to be on something. Well, I don't know. When it he, don't even be no humans in that nigga house, bro. When, when is he lose? When is he using? Because we see him for four hour stretches. Fam, <laughs> like, he he using it when the four hours is up, <laughs> right before he sign back in. Because look, I start thinking like, about literally it, dog. got a camera on this nigga for tw- twenty fam. out of twenty four hours. So then that's when I start thinking about other shit. Like, fam, I've never seen this nigga use the bathroom. He don't pause. <laughs> this nigga don't eat. He don't piss. He don't shit. He don't drink water. He just sit there and say, "Who in the house, nigga?" Well, I've been binging. Uh, uh, what's world? Mm-hmm. Are we mm-hmm. sure that he is one of us, nigga? Because he could be a, he could be one of the robots. I think he is one of the robots because it's no human way, fam. I'm gonna tell you what D Nice did yesterday. This is yesterday, Sunday. Matter of fact, we're gonna start with Saturday night, aka Sunday morning. D Nice signed on at nine o'clock Saturday night because now he started uh, club quarantine after dark, which starts at nine. He did it Saturday night. Logged back on at 2 a.m. Saturday night and started another mix. I went to sleep around 2 a.m., 2.30-ish. Because he's looking out for the West Coast. Yeah, looking out Nine for the o'clock. West. On a Saturday, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Nigga, Sunday, get up. My girl throw church on on her phone. I'm watching some shit on my phone. Nigga, about 11 a.m., D-Nice right back. I said, damn, nigga, you just was on at 2 a.m. till about 4, 5. Nigga, at 3 o'clock, D-Nice right back. Then D-Nice jumped on Puff Live and DJed some of his set. 
Then D-Nice was back at 6 o'clock, and God damn it, that nigga was back at 9, and motherfucker, that nigga was back at 4 a.m. I said D-Nice. You know what's so wild to me? Because uh, these niggas have way more money than me, right? Facts, facts. Um, and they should have access to, like, I don't like their lives. Like, cause it's, cause y'all got your phone next to a speaker. Yeah. Like I can hook something up to my phone right now that can run all the audio through here. Yeah. Through the phone. Yeah. Like, why don't y'all do that shit? I don't even think half these niggas is old. Cause now, most of them don't know how to get on live. The only nigga. person who did it and half the way through was RZA. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, listen to the battle. Yeah, yep. Rizzo. We gonna talk about Premier and, uh, and Rizzo? His voice and his beats were on the same track. And yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't just... And then like halfway through, it fucked up. And I can hear it fuck up or whatever. But like, uh, fam, like fix that shit. Look, man, I just want D-Nice to stop haunting me. Um, If I look in the mirror and say D-Nice five times, will this nigga go away or will he DJ more? I don't know, nigga. But I need to know how to get away with it. It's, he like the nigga from Saw. You got to sacrifice your ankle and cut it off to get away from this nigga, dog. He's bugging right now, bro. That's why I don't follow none of these niggas from my personal account. Oh, nigga, you don't need to. D-Nice going to be writing your, uh, I think he worked for Instagram now. Because he everywhere, nigga. Like, I un- I followed him after the first one. Because I'm like, oh, that's big. You know, I want to follow. Quickly unfollow when I seen this nigga go live 17 more days in a row. But now this nigga going live for 24 hours straight. I can't live that life. Every time I go onto my Instagram, everybody is live at the same time. Like, dog. All right. Let's talk about something else I noticed on these lives. Um, So a lot of y'all, them fake followers are starting to look a little aggressive. Because y'all got 10K followers and it be 70 people on your live, nigga. Either that or don't nobody want to hear what you got to say. It's more. And I think s- it's that. It's both. I think but, it's definitely both. Yeah. Um, Either you bought fake followers and now it's showing or everybody just think you a cute, thick broad or a nigga with money and don't nobody actually want to hear you talk. man. It's like, OK, um, is it like a boosty type of live? Oh, shit. You just yeah. talking. Yeah. They're they getting the fuck out. Yeah. Yo, man, Um, I but know... Y'all fucking it up for people. I mean, I want to put some content out there, but, like, it's so many people it's going so live much that I, I don't want to do it. Somebody hit me yesterday. I had a couple people like, yo, y'all going live for the um for the premiere, and I said, I don't really want y'all to see my name in live right now because I'm so frustrated with live. I'm imagining that a lot of people are... I was looking how to turn the, the notification off for that shit. Like, I, I want to. So if you find it, nigga, shoot me the instructions, like, bro. Because I, I also don't like when it drop down and you doing something, then you click into it by mistake. Because now when it's alive, they got 12 people in there. Now your name is real. Somebody waved at you. Yeah. Man, nah, don't see me. And not here. Trinidad and not here, man. So um, get off them lives, yo. If you don't, and I wrote this when D-Nice first did the, uh, the club quarantine. I said, if you not D-Nice in them, you don't even have no business to go live right now. You know who should be going live and they not? A lot of these um uh Bernie Sanders should have been going live last week and every day that that that, that Trump was on television, hey, but no. That was the quietest drop off ever, nigga. Like that yeah. nigga, it was literally just a, I ain't hear a word from that nigga. I heard more from Sean King than Bernie Sanders. Hey, listen, dog. Uh this season of America is trash. Oh man, like it's power the, season six. The writing has been so trash and it's it been so predictable, dog. It has really been trash. I just don't know if it's the series finale or the season finale coming up. Fam, this um, is power season six. But the writers bro. are so trash. Like like we I mean, we saw this biting shit coming a long hey, time ago. Hey. But like the transition that y'all went from it was horrible. having Bernie out there to not like Fam, it's, it's whack. Biden was literally out. Nobody. He might have been like third or fourth in considerations how poorly he was doing. And then all of a sudden, 
out of nowhere, Super Tuesday, that nigga won every state. What? Come on, man. What? Did y'all see the video that was floating about Biden, how he be lying and shit on some Trump shit? Oh, yeah. Like, the, uh, yeah. like I was in college. I was the top of my class. I was yeah. doing this. And they was like, oh, yeah, so we just checked the numbers. He was not the top of his class. Yeah. Not graduate. Like, come on, dog. And that's I don't really get why politicians lie, especially at national level, because it's like, fam, you know they're going to vet all of that. Writing trash this season, dog. Yeah, man. Bring back the writers from the eighties. No, nah, at least is, I was I was convinced it was real back then. These is the writers who wrote that episode of Power where Ghost was drunk and went and killed the nigga from the AA meeting. This is that episode. That no, that episode stands alone as in like that why did that happen? One of the most confusing didn't make no sense, didn't need it, didn't like, ask why for did it. that happen? Bro, I don't know. I can't call it, man, but um Please, America, bring back the old writers. I'll take the 90s writers, nigga. Like the mid to late 90s, early 2000s, them were some good-ass writers. But this that shit Y2K right here, shit had everybody on suspense, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like, but it, it, didn't, it didn't happen, though. Like, yeah. niggas ain't die behind it, nigga. No, nah, these niggas wrote to Corona and started killing motherfuckers. Wow. Um, yeah, man, D-Nice, leave me alone. Uh, what else I got? Oh, we brought it up. Preem and RZA, real quick. Who you liked in that? Uh, I liked Prem going into it. Yeah, um, I think RZA got it. I liked Prem going in. I think Prem got it, but I'm not mad if niggas say RZA got it. RZA impressed me a lot more than I mean. I knew what RZA had was, in his bag. But I was uh 37 years old when I found out that RZA made the Long Kiss Goodnight. Fam, and that's what I wanted to bring up, nigga. Like, so, who, who, huh? That that one helped push RZA to like if niggas say RZA won. I'm going to give it to him just off Long Kiss. Well, he I, he won off of... Fam. Well, these people are winning yeah. based off Everybody's how they winning, placed yeah. the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you gave me the the songs that you were going to play, yeah. I can arrange and them. And you arrange them in a way. And that's... It's funny because um, I think everybody who's lost according to the internet with these battles, it's literally been because of that. Yeah. All these songs is great. It's all about the energy. It's the energy. Certain, certain type of energy you got to yeah. keep. And when you battle, put two songs yeah. back to back. It's yeah. like, well, and you- it's like, you could tell when niggas came in and it's just, hey, here's a list of songs and I'm not playing them in no order. I'm not playing them in. Because like, um, what's his name? Sean Garrett, when him and the dream went, Sean Garrett was getting his ass kicked initially. But he built his fucking, by the time he got to the end, it was very debatable. Nigga like, ooh, shit. Um, John Tay Austin, he was another one that kind of built that that slow Manny Fresh went off the top of his head. Manny, and you could tell, because Scott Storch was ready. Nigga. Yeah, Scott Storch had a, had a piano in front of him and was like, nigga, not only am I fucking prepared, I'm finna play the piano live in addition to this shit. And Manny was just guessing, like, what I'm going to do. What I'm, yeah. All Manny had was uh, them little skits he was playing. It was just like, that ain't going to win this, dog. But um, shout to Preem, shout to RZA, man. Great battle. It was on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's probably it's taken down. Okay. Yeah, because I definitely watched it on YouTube. Um, and they already got the the mix up on title if you're a title subscriber. Let me see. What else is going on in the world? Oh, real quick, just because we talked about it on here, uh, that Clark Sisters movie, everybody told me that shit was fire. My timeline, because it was on the same time as the RZA yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah, My timeline was split in half, and yeah. everybody said that shit was good. Yeah, um, I, so, and I mean everybody from our age to my mom's age yeah. said that that shit was fire. So I'm going to probably check that out. I, I know it's on demand. Um, everybody said it was fire. A couple people even said the the actress who played their mom 
probably going to get some some recognition from some award shows. They said she went in and bodied that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to check that out, man. Probably ain't going to review it, I'm going to be as honest. I, as I saw the the tweets about it and I seen who was tweeting and, yeah, yeah. and it was from Detroit, I was thinking to myself, like, why didn't I get up for this shit in this hometown shit? Yeah. Um, I know for me, like, I saw it literally, what what day did we record last week? Tuesday? When yeah. I saw the commercial the morning before we recorded and it was just like... Yeah, dog. You, I kind of had already prepared my mind for Saturday night to be about Rizzo and Prem, mm-hmm. and by the time I saw that, nigga, it was like, oh, what? And it was, it just caught me off guard. But shout out to everybody who was involved: Jill Scott, Kiera Sheard, um, the actress that played their mom. Her name's like Ajane something, but everybody know her. She black famous as hell. Everybody know her. Um, and yeah, everybody involved with that: Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, all the executive producers. Man, shout out to y'all. Heard that shit was good. We're gonna check it out. What else is going on? Uh, speaking of Issa Rae, her movie The Lovebirds will be released on May 15th on Netflix. Netflix exclu- exclusively bought the movie once it didn't get released because it was supposed to come out this past Friday and be like an all Issa weekend and shit. That's the um the joint with the Indian dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Indian Queen and Slim. Yeah, that's what everybody was calling. Yeah, yeah. So what's gonna happen with Candyman? Not sure. Um, so far. It might depend on because some uh, like Universal Pictures has still put all their shit out to stream. Like go to Apple, go to Amazon Prime, go to Google Play. You can stream their shit. They got for nineteen ninety nine. They gotta be. They gotta do a better time advertising. They gotta that. promote it better. Um, let's see, Candyman. They gotta make it a, like a promotion. Make it a, a fa- well, damn. Well, make it a family night <laughs> with your family. I oh, guess, Candyman cause. got pushed back September twenty fifth. Damn, that was supposed to come out this summer. We was talking about hitting the shy and shit. You remember making plans, nigga? Yeah, man. Golly, boy. Well, yeah, Candyman will be out September 25th. And I read something that um, large-scale events won't be back until probably the 2021. 2021. Yeah, I was just reading that. My homegirl just sent that to me Um, Because I'm not going. I'm scared to go in. I'm still trying to get my monies back from several concerts that I paid for. I, I, I watched a video today about... um micro droplets and how how long they stay in yep, the air that just came through one of the chats and uh did you send that that was in one of my cl- chats with clay i don't know if that was me you and him or i dropped it in the i dropped it in the chat or another clap another chat with clay earlier okay today, yeah so. maybe he grabbed it and dropped it in this other yeah. one okay but that shit scared me though yeah that Duh. shit really scared yeah. me. yeah it's honestly bro i'm gonna keep it real man it's to the point where i don't really know what to do like, I'm doing what they say do. Like, I'm washing my hands ridiculously. I wipe down every grocery that I touch. I change gloves often. Like, when I touch some shit, I got a whole other pair of gloves ready for me to open my car door and get in that motherfucker. Like, I'm doing all the extra shit. But, dog, it's just starting to seem like, nah, this shit gonna find a way to you, dog. Like, if they don't find a way to kill it, Walking it's gonna in, get man. to you, dog. Like, it's it's really like I don't know at this point, man. Yo, and uh, real quick, man, big shout out and big salute. I I know we've done this before, but I want to keep doing it because every week we come in here, I see another disturbing video. Big shout out to all the the medical employees, man, the doctors, the nurses, the the CNAs, the cleanup crew, the janitorial people, all the everybody that's in the hospital actively right now. Big salute and big shout out to y'all, man. Um, stay safe, as safe as you can. Try to stay sane. I know. Oh, speaking of which, I got some a little bit of advice for the people. Do do do. Y'all hang tight one second. Got a little uh, 
a vitamin regimen for y'all and, and just some supplements in general, man. So to reiterate, because most of y'all are probably already doing this, but vitamin C, turmeric, zinc, and apple cider vinegar, make sure you're taking them all in some form. If you got pills, if you got liquid, whatever you got, make sure you're taking it, man. It's um really important, especially that apple cider vinegar. That's helping out with your bowel movements. You got to get a lot of this shit. Clean your, clean your little... You know, situation out, man. Make sure you're having frequent bowel movements. I know it's disgusting, but make sure you're taking it. Um, and again, vitamin C, zinc. They said it's a shortage on zinc, so eat foods with it. Spinach, seafood. Uh, I think beef got a lot of zinc in there, man. Pause. But make sure y'all doing what you can, man. Stick Stay with the safe. spinach. Stay away from the meat. Pause. Um, yeah, man. The meat factory with 239 Woo! positive cases of COVID 19 at the shutdown. Shit, you saw uh, that was meat. Smithville, right? Yeah, that's like the major joint. Nigga. I don't want to tell y'all niggas what to do, but stay away from eating meat. Man, this shit is. <laughs> hey. <laughs> shit is bad for you, though. Hey, and also, because um, I've seen this a lot this past week, and I want to reiterate stop with the barber house call shit. I've seen a few people I know. Had a barber pull up and they posted it in their stories and then they like, oh, y'all niggas don't. I had him wash his hands and da da da, fam. You see Boosie on the Breakfast Club yeah. this morning? Yeah. I, I'm entertained by Boosie, you know? Yeah. But I'm scared for that nigga. That's the type of nigga I will, in real life, that I avoid at all costs. Yeah. That nigga is not normal. Dog. That nigga is going life as usual, parties, barbers, He's the living whole life, like, bro. Hey. Be out here with the rest of us. Your hair, nails, all that need to be fucked up with the rest of us, nigga. Don't be bringing people into your house. I just read some shit the other day. They said this shit is absolutely on your shoes. Your shoes are a surface, and you can track them into your house. So they was like, don't walk into your shoe or into your house and walk around with your shoes on. Take them off and clean them, bitches, or disinfect them right at the door. So a lot of this shit is kind of like it's kind of um, common sense, to be honest. Yeah, true. But that. we never did it. But a lot of this shit is kind of like, all right, well, how long this shit lasts outside the fucking body? If we can kill this shit with hand sanitizer, how strong the fuck is this yeah. shit? Like, how long do it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's and that's know, so that's the scary part is because we really don't know what the fuck is going on. That's the problem, nigga. Whether you on the the furthest of Hotep conspiracy or whether you a goddamn CDC scientist. Nobody really knows what the fuck is going on. So we all out here kind of winging it, man. But, yo, take your shoes off. If if you one of the people that got to. I was like, you know, and they don't, they don't, they don't uh, the ja in Japanese culture, you can't walk in the house with your shoes on. Oh, no, them right at the fucking door, nigga. Get down, man. We we got to pick that up. Dog. And they don't, they don't touch hands. They do the little bow shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe we should all switch to Japanese culture. Hey, me and Jay ain't dapped in a month, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My nigga. Right, it, it was good, nigga. All right. Have a good night, bro. Um, What else I got going on? Oh, I found a couple joints real quick that I wanted to discuss. A little Blackberry letterish type shit. And for that, I'm going to crack this White Claw. You know what I'm saying? We brought the white claws out. You know, keep it keep it white girl wasted out here, man. All right. So I got one thing I saw. I don't think you do you think we should go live on the This Week in Culture page? <sighs> I don't here's here's another thing we're going live, bro. Cause I kinda it's on one hand I really do. On the other hand, I also don't know what people are doing right now. Like I don't know when good times is to go live, nigga. <laughs> like, I don't know who available out here, dog. But we might could uh 
Shit, we might could do a live watch for the next Insecure, nigga. Like a little like Sunday night when that bitch on or just right when it go off. Yo, pull up here, ask questions, nigga. Something. Shit, we could do that from the crib, nigga. Me yeah. and you get on there. And you know. Yeah, and just double up and yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna figure out this live shit because I want to keep interacting with y'all. We definitely got to figure Yo, let us know what y'all think we should do for episode 100. Because that's going to be the end of May. And it don't look like we coming outside no time soon. So, episode 100, chime in, hit us in the comments, let us know what y'all think we should do. Man, shout out to technology, though, in real life. Um, yesterday, being Easter, um, my family, we usually get together, mm -hmm. but we can't. So, mm -hmm. we got together on a WebEx call. Stay away from Zoom. Uh, we got together on a WebEx call all over the country and um, just had a chance to little do a little fellowshipping together. And it's wild because I had like my grandma, 87-year-old grandma I had to get in, <laughs> and my aunts and uncles, my dad and all them. And everybody yeah, got yeah. in and we got yeah. everybody together. Then when they got on, somebody audio don't work. Let me your video ain't on. You can call in. So uh we got the, we got everybody together. Yeah. And um shout out to technology because without that, man, you would literally be devoid of human interaction and Facts. human contact. Facts. So, Yo, man. I have answered more FaceTimes in the last three weeks than I've ever answered since owning an iPhone. Like, and it's only because I understand the gravity of what we're dealing with right now, nigga. Like, if it were not for that, I would not be picking up for you niggas. And once this is over and we back outside, continue not to FaceTime me, my niggas. Now, granted, I do use FaceTime every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, your bad. But, but, it, but it's still the same four people. <laughs> it's still the same, like, four to five people. So shout out to y'all. That's did, funny. We didn't FaceTime... It's only y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So I saw this question on uh, one of my homegirls' pages, right in me and J-Bag. Wanted to uh, get into it. So it says, why do some men like your pictures, comment, say how beautiful you are, but never say anything else? Or they DM and disappear. What's the reason? You. <laughs> you i don't know what the fuck you own like, <laughs> like is it is it like i don't know you know what i'm saying sometimes you do the so look this the tell like you like the three pictures and they like three back oh that's the green that's light the green now light. let me go yeah. you know what i'm saying maybe they did the first yeah. part you, they didn't get no response they was like yeah, eh, yeah. i'm gonna cut my life yeah if i like them three and you ain't like my three or Shit, one, because like, niggas don't really need the light to be all the way green. That yeah. bitch could be like teal, no, nigga. It's, it's about to change. Oh, shit, she like my one? I'm sliding through that yellow light. Teal light, light like nigga, you know and we on it. But if you don't give us that 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 signal to go, some niggas ain't going to go, man. And you know what, though? I feel like memes put women in a worse situation than they normally would be. Because a lot of women post memes that, you know, they they post them in jest. They think it's funny, but they're memes that literally deter men from talking to you. It'll be a meme like, um, my homegirl posted one yesterday, like, anybody trying to talk to you during the quarantine don't count. We all bored. And she was like, huh, you niggas can stay out my DM because once this is over, I'm through. I'm just bored. Did she literally not, wrote that. I'm not, Why would I holler at you? Why? Why would I holler at you? Like, even if I like your three picks and you like three of mine back, I'm not, that ain't a green light for me. Or the women who constantly post how they ignore all they texts and calls or, yeah, yeah. oh, I love being yeah. in myself. Like, every yeah. every day, if you talking about how you not going to respond to somebody, well, what the fuck am I trying? I'm probably not going to hit you. I'm going to keep it real. That's just me. Um, Other reasons niggas might not follow through after they like some pics or DM you. 
um, uh, they might have really went through your page. Might have seen some shit they don't like, you know. Or it looked actually saw like, oh damn, you following? Oh shit, you know my ex. (laughs) 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 Oh shit, y'all like Uh, y'all like each other pictures and shit. Yeah, like yeah, (laughs) yeah. I remember I used to go with this one girl. We broke up. Shit was a wrap. Start hollering at this other girl, nigga. Now old girl don't really the the newest chick. She don't post a lot. So for me to go back to the beginning of her gram wasn't a lot of swipes. But fam, nigga, like the third picture ever was her and my ex on a boat hanging out. I said, yo, how the fuck do you know her, dog? And from that moment, I was like, yeah, we're never kicking it. Like, this ain't going nowhere, but thank you. Um, Other reasons. He might not want to talk to you. I, I want to throw that out there as an option. Like, a nigga can like your pics because it's a whole app dedicated to liking, liking pics. pics. Like, like, oh, shit, she got a fat... I mean, if you want to be real, like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, like, I don't, like, want you. <laughs> or he might say, damn, you beautiful, because guess what? You might be beautiful. Here's the thing. I don't like that men can't do any of the, like, pumping up to women that women do to one another. Like, women, they gas each other up all day. She'll find out, da, da, da. Like, your girl say that. She ain't trying to holler. She just gassing you. A nigga can't gas you, though, or he got to want to holler at you. I got some attractive friends that I'm not, like, yeah. romantically attracted yeah. to or involved me, But I'm like, damn, girl, you. Hey. I'm going to like all these pictures because you, you, you. I see you. out here killing it. I like, see you. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I ain't a hater. Like, gender or not. Like, if my friend posts a picture, I'm probably going to like it. That's I, I might I might drop a couple fire emojis because I hey, think you fire. I might like, and I told y'all the fire in one hundred emojis is the safest ones out there, nigga. Yeah, that's the, you know what I'm saying. A very ambiguous emoji. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> them bitches is gender neutral. Was I hollering? <laughs> was I? But was I? But was I though? <laughs> but was I not? Nigga? <laughs> but was I not? You know what I'm saying. So when I drop that emoji, like it might just be me gassing you and hyping up my friend because I think yo this is dope. Or I'm gonna keep it real. You might have needed a like. A lot of y'all don't be getting likes like that. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty genu- generous with my likes. I'm though. very generous with my likes, nigga. <laughs> like I like everybody gets a like from me, nigga. If I'm, I don't like your picture, it's probably because I really don't like you. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I'm gonna yeah, like I'm pretty, every pic. I'm 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 relatively generous in the uh in the stories. Like if yeah, I think something funny, yeah. I'm gonna do the I'm laughing. Do the laughing. La- yeah. Like, that don't mean that's my my now it could be. That's my bad. <laughs> you just never know with me, okay? Fuck it. Uh, but well, like, you know with me because I don't have no fucking choice. So I'm going to like your shit and it don't mean shit. I could put a whole goddamn uh, fire emoji there. Trust me, it don't mean I think you fire. It just means it's my only emoji option. So y'all niggas be cool, man. But nevertheless, don't always assume dudes is trying to holler at you. Like sometimes we just being cool, bro. Also, the gentleman sends out the three in a short succession like like mm-hmm, likes mm-hmm. and you think that gentleman is cool either go back and like something yeah uh like why not like, we're jumping his dm shit because low-key i throw the three likes out there if i don't get no response oh she ain't interested she done she done like bitch i know i got three cute pictures in this motherfucker. <laughs> like first off i'm offended by the way because i know i'm yeah <laughs> i know i got three cute pictures in this motherfucker okay <laughs> Nigga, Jay said, you let that nigga Terry bone. <laughs> no, I look better than that nigga. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I, I know what I put up, okay? Boosie boys, come works. on, man. Come on, dog. <laughs> I know I got a three out here, okay? 
put your pussy lips on live for a thousand dollars. No, yeah, no. If she, if you give her the three and she don't give you at least one or two in return, and nigga. don't don't go more than three. Like I'm gonna make this shit abundantly clear. Though I want your attention. Here go six. So you do the three. She give you the three. Then you give her three more, just to let her know. So if the three, yeah, yeah. and then the three, yeah. no DM coming. Okay, okay. But if you give her the three, and let's say a little time go by, half a day, she don't give you the three, but you see she on, do you give her like three more just to I'm like- definitely done it. Yes, 100%, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, because you know what? You probably get like a lot of likes. Yeah, so, so you like, ain't see my three. Because low-key, if you post a picture or some shit, and then you come back a couple hours later, everybody's shit is in there. And I don't go through, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't go through and say, all right, who liked this picture? Is it? Yeah. So, like, you may not have seen it. So, yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Give her a new three. Da, 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 da. Ra, da, da, da. I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, quarantine, quarantine folks. nigga, <laughs> nigga uh. insecure last night. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all man. right. So yeah, man, that's why niggas do what they do. They if they not getting the energy back in return, they're probably gonna stop. Because that's the thing, y'all also post a lot of stuff about why niggas can't get the hint and nah, nah, nah. I don't like you, ain't. All right, well, if I give you the fucking seven likes and you ain't gave me nothing, then no. I'm gonna take it as a clue. Nigga. Women are are generally crazy okay oh Look, man i seen this post shout out to uh real spit no swallow uh on a ig page this one yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's the other shit i wanted to get into nigga, me and jb on the same page you know, even, nigga this the no look just stock him alone <laughs> nigga just stock him alone nigga, bro. The, the nigga, that's the other mj mm, the magic johnson mm-hmm. you feel me <laughs> pause Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> pause, pause, pause. All right, nigga, you want to read these off, dog? Right, this shit was nuts. Let me go back. Real spin, no swallow. What up, Zo? What up, nigga? Hold so, your head, too, bro. You this been- lady, I'm not going to give her Twitter name out. A guy ordering dessert on a date is a red flag for me. <laughs> That's a female thing to do for real. It's a red flag for me. For me. If a guy is on a date with a woman, the woman should be the only one asking for appetizers and dessert. Men eat, capital letters, meals. Like, <laughs> seriously, you can just taste some of whatever I ordered. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would seriously. <laughs> this shit is so ridiculous. <laughs> I would seriously rather a nigga order two meals than order an appetizer before his meal. If you're that damn hungry, eye roll emoji. You look sassy ordering a spinach dip. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers toxic, though. Yo, and this is why I did these in this order. Because this toxic femininity is going to take us into insecurity. This is why I would not like more of your pictures. I got to this screenshot fam, and like, I had fam. to log the fuck out. I'm so happy that I have a girlfriend. <laughs> because, oh, now granted... I was a serial dater all the way up till the moment I had a girl. So, um, nigga, these is the streets that we have to live in, dog. And they expect us to be okay. When they be like, oh, men are, women outnumber men three to one. And these is the other two. Nigga, I can't eat mozzarella cheese sticks. I like cheese sticks. Fam, I can't get a fucking uh, crumble, nigga. I can't get an apple crumble. Guess what? 
Sometimes I go and I don't order nothing but appetizers, nigga. My whole pi- my whole meal be my seven whole appetizers. Meal is apps. Everything I like just happened to be over there. Fuck you want me to do? Or I brought your dirty hood rat ass to this cheap restaurant you like, and all I'm eating is apps, nigga. <laughs> Wings and cheese sticks, bitch, and fries. Cause God damn it, I ain't eating a goddamn thing here. You at bar seven ordering fucking steak? I, I can't get no tiramisu, nigga. I can't get no nigga. sweet potato pie. Why would you order pie, you fag? It's a date, nigga. I'm trying to, like, nigga, take some of this ice cream, too. Like, well, I don't get Why it. Why is her energy so... This is... She is... I bet she still say faggot. She, <laughs> she the type of person that still say faggot, like, you regularly. She need, she need Piccolo in her life. That's the only, that's the only <laughs> nigga that she date. It's fucking Piccolo. <laughs> that's it, dog. <laughs> she, she need Piccolo, nigga. Yo. <laughs> Whoever get that reference, if y'all get don't get it, dog. y'all don't get it, dog. I can't teach you about that one, you but feel uh, me? holy shit, you can't eat dessert or apps. What's funny is they when I read me. that, I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> but I said, "Bitch, apps." <laughs> <laughs> Like dessert is one thing. I don't even really order dessert. No way. I usually eat enough food. I'm not hungry. Dessert be sound like trash or some shit. Like I'll go somewhere specifically for that. But it really depends on who I'm with. You can't get chips and salsa, fam. I'm eating the fuck out of some. Has she ever had chips and salsa, nigga? Well, nigga, I, me personally, I can oh, eat from nachos every day of my fucking life and be fine. Chips and salsa or chips and queso. I'm if that shit is offered I'm on the menu, good. I'm ordering it every I'm single time. Good. Oh, and then she specifically came at my neck talking about spinach dip. Bitch, uh, I love spinach dip. Like I don't eat spinach, but goddamn it, if I did, well, let me rephrase that. I don't eat spinach dip because I definitely eat spinach. Spinach dip is uh, fire, and it's that's so wild, good. ain't it, fam? I put spinach in my fucking smoothies every morning, but fam. I don't eat spinach dip. Ah, uh, nigga, you know how much shit I don't eat, but I kind of eat. Like I don't like strawberries, mm. but I eat. Primarily anything I eat is strawberry flavored, nigga. Protein oh, shakes, candy, anything that tastes like a strawberry, I love. I ate Actual many, strawberries, hate them. I ate so many strawberries yesterday, my stomach started hurting. This nigga, <laughs> like, no, like, legit. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this dog. And then I start thinking about it. I'm like, damn, like bitch, you're not paying for this shit anyway. I can't order wings. What kind of fucking African American is she that I can't order wings, nigga? She my men eat meals. Bitch, I will when I get to it. Any nigga who you think cannot order an appetizer or dessert, oh, that nigga, that, he ain't had no full meal in his life. That nigga eats Damn. chicken and bread by she, himself, like, nigga. Has she never heard of a three-course meal? Because the apps and the dessert was part of the meal, nigga. She an entree-ass bitch. She ain't never watched Chopped. She don't know that this shit go in order. And she, and her Instagram or her Twitter picture is her uh, look like in a bedroom with her ass out and some and some tiny of ass it board is. shorts. And she look like she eat dessert. <laughs> I zoomed in. I see that arm fat. <laughs> I see that titty creeping in front of the forearm, nigga. No nah, man, this yeah. is this toxic. This fam. is toxic on she another said, level. If you order appetizer, you sassy. This Molly daughter. <laughs> this Molly daughter, nigga. Could be. Woo! My God! All right, man. You so said if, if you that goddamn hungry, damn bitch, I got a job. I'm sorry, I'm not even like, I don't be throwing the bitch out there like, like that. This is my damn. favorite part. No, no, no. She gets the bitch. I would seriously rather a nigga. Shout out to her for using rather correctly. <laughs> I would seriously rather a nigga order two meals <laughs> than order an appetizer before his meal. If you that damn hungry, 
you look sassy ordering a spinach dip. <laughs> what? <laughs> what about queso? Because I'm going for the queso, nigga. I love queso. <laughs> I'm be sassy to the motherfucker. Bring me my queso. Look, I'm still it. mad at Chipotle because they queso was nasty, nigga. Like trash. That shit was trash. Then they redid it, and it was trash. What's so funny? Like, cause they didn't have it forever. Like, yeah. yo, now we got this. Yeah. Boy, if you don't give me some cu- <laughs> some cute. Boy, if you don't get the fuck. <laughs> Qdoba, get your yeah, niggas Qdoba out queso. Come on, Whew, Okay. That's where I go get my chips and queso from. You got to. Yeah, dog. I, I can't believe it. But, ladies, let us know, man, because maybe me and Jay don't know. Like, if it's gay maybe, to order maybe apps the, and dessert. Maybe all the women I've been dating my entire life, maybe they was uncultured. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe I've been dating in the wrong pool. Am or I, maybe they've been looking at me like I'm sassy because I ordered me some queso. Am I Jared from Insecure that Molly used to Ooh. date? Am I Jared because I, I ordered some cheese sticks? I hope you're not Jared. I don't want to be Jared. No. I just wanted some cheese sticks and a tiramisu, nigga. Golly, dog. A little sweet potato pie and shit, nigga. You can't get a brownie with I the ice cream? I can't get the chocolate brownie, nigga. Fam, uh, what they, a brownie a la mode, bitch? Come like, on, come fam. on. A bitch ain't never had a brownie a la mode, dog. Nigga, you remember Baker Square? Hell yeah. All I got was the slab of platter. Hell yeah. I was like 17, 16, 17 years old. Oh, like, man. I stayed in that motherfucker every day. Real Detroit shit, dog. All right, man. Let's jump into this episode. We got a lot of time packed. <sighs> so Insecure, it returned. <laughs> and I ain't going to lie. I was a little like, because Saturday um they had a marathon on HBO. Mm. Seasons one through three. I woke up probably halfway through season one. And I ain't gonna lie, I watched a lot of it. And I we just watched season three for the uh yeah. last podcast. I was tuned in, dog, and I started thinking, like, man, if season four goes off and it's good, we gotta start talking about Insecure's place in the like classic black TV, man, because right now I know we had some some issues with season three when it first aired and Later, I retracted mine uh, when we watched it all together. But Insecure, three for three right now, man. And I, But I was kind of like, damn, you know, season three in the moment did feel like it got off to a slow start. Because we was in our feelings. We was in our feelings. We had a dad told us Lawrence wasn't coming back and then started getting, quote, sassy. Because uh, they start saying shit like, when you break up with your girl, do you fucking still be in her life? Like, no. So I'm broke up with Lawrence. He the fuck go. And I'm like, damn, nigga. Like, oh, my. It's just kind of like, kind of like stealing my life a little bit. <laughs> J toxic as fuck. <laughs> but no, I'm like, damn, like niggas don't break up and fuck no more. What kind of America do we live in, nigga? You fuck till you find somebody you like. <laughs> Duh, non toxic. Anyway, so I was like, it's yo, the safest way. Fam, I already know to ha- still have sex and not like yeah. Don't you want to continue fucking raw? Like, come on, keep fucking your ex. Like we got that reason. Like yo, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to like you. I don't want this relationship to ever start again. And but when you start, you know, dating, dating, you know, let me yeah, know. Yeah, let me know. Keep me posted, you know, because I don't want to share you. Yeah. Like, physically, but I I just right want to make sure we the, still. This, this is the safest box I can find. Yeah, man. So. And I just want to, you know, nigga just want to stay raw, raw, man. That's really, like, the game plan. But, nevertheless, I was concerned, like, yo, I really hope this first episode gets us where we need to be, nigga. And God damn so it, they delivered. How'd you, how'd you like it? Oh, uh, general. I thought this was a great first episode back. I thought it was great. I rewatched it this morning. Um, 
I thought it was great, bro. Like, I ain't going to lie. I think that the conflict that we're, and we're going to talk about it in detail in a minute, but I think that we're finally about to see conflict that isn't Issa and a relationship. Like a man-woman relationship. We seeing Issa, we about to see Team Issa versus Team Molly, nigga. That's what we finna see, and I'm here for that. I think because we just recently watched season three, Mm -hmm. that this season four was so great. I love this Mm -hmm. episode. Now I did, I got online and I saw people saying this was a wasted a, a waste of an episode. How? What did they want? But like, if you ain't seen this shit in two years, it could so. And you forget because you forget two years later what the fuck didn't happen. So I said that they did themselves a small disservice doing the marathon Saturday and not Sunday because Insecure is such an easily palatable show. That if y'all would have gave us that Sunday and took us right into the fucking episode, niggas would have sat there all day. Like, niggas probably would have been on their ass all day Sunday. But giving it to us early on a Saturday morning, a lot of people didn't see it. A lot of niggas don't know what day it is. Niggas like, ain't woke. Where did they advertise that shit at? Oh, I just caught it. Looking for something to turn on can for my cable, dad. Can cable not advertise on regular TV? Like HBO can because they part of Warner and Warner owns mad other shit. TNT, TBS, all like, that. Why don't they do that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm not ever just watching yeah, the yeah. HBO channel. Yeah, and that. Well, but what's funny? For, I don't actually have HBO channel. Yeah. I got HBO Go or yeah. HBO Now. Actually. Okay, so, so you would have had to turn on Now and not Go. That's the other thing too. I didn't realize till this weekend that Now and Go were different. Yes. Go is if you have a cable subscription. Yeah. Now is this is just it's by just itself. HBO. Yeah. And also it becomes available like one minute after it starts. So yeah. if, the, if the program starts at eight o'clock, eight oh one, it's you on go. Yeah, yeah. So you can watch it relatively real time. Yeah. Um so they played the marathon Saturday. I was very excited about episode four, uh episode one of season four. I thought it was great, dog. I, I really like top to bottom. I this was a perfect episode to me. Man. I was confused. Okay, it started off confusing. So they started off. Let's get to that. Um, first of all, I love how the very beginning of the episode started. The way they were filming it, they were like kind of combing through L.A. and Inglewood, and it was like a real like dope dark oh. shot. Like the camera work was crazy. Oh yeah! Shout out. We did find out that Worldwide Tacos is a real place. Oh shit! Yeah yeah yeah. Can't um, forget that. Had a few people hit me up, man. Shout out to the homies. I ain't gonna put y'all info out there, uh, especially the homie because you a barber right now. And you ain't supposed to be cutting, nigga. <laughs> um, but. Nevertheless, man, Worldwide Taco is real. Pardon us for not knowing. We are never ones to come in here and not say we was wrong, man. I heard last season, two years ago, that it wasn't a real place. I went on. I don't live in L.A., nigga. I ain't got no way to fucking back that up. And I wasn't Googling it. Send me the the Yelp reviews and everything. Sent the Yelp reviews. Sent the video right in front of the joint. Like, I'm here right now, nigga. So, yo, man, shout out to the homies. Shout out to Worldwide Taco. We in L.A., we coming, nigga. What's so funny is... Send uh, us some worldwide taco, man. What the fuck? Nigga? Shout out to y'all. My birthday is on Thursday, on April the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on vacation right now because I took a vacation because I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go out to L.A." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was either gonna go to L.A. or go to Atlanta because I got folks in both. But like, I really wanted to, to be out in L.A. I could have been eating some worldwide tacos this week, right now. You nigga. feel me? And yeah. me like, but you know, they played your boys. Corona. Such as. <laughs> And then niggas took away Corona from us, though. Hey, that Corona shortage. 
that might be a real issue. That's a thing. <laughs> that might be a real issue. I ain't said, but that's another reason we drinking White Claw, nigga. I tried to play it on some, yeah, no cows, nigga. No, it wasn't no Coronas, nigga. Like, yeah. hey, man. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, Worldwide Taco was real, and we appreciate the love, dog. So, once we comb through L.A. and we comb through Inglewood, we end up at Issa's crib, and it goes right up to her, and she on the phone with somebody. We don't know who. And the first words out her mouth is, I don't fuck with Molly like that no more. And then the little TV show playing in the background, which I think will be hilarious this season, dog. It says, what happened? Will they ever find out? So, like, this is my It my was kind of playing into the episode, like you said. Like, yeah. whatever. If y'all go back, every time that's on there, it got something to do with what's about to happen or what yeah. just happened. It said, what happened? Will we ever find out? Find And it's fucking finding... Whatever that girl name, Lakeisha, whatever that girl name was on the little show. But Issa said she ain't fucking with Molly. And then Molly came over. So I I feel like it went back in time, but it didn't say we was going back in time. So that's I, what I took. From I it. didn't see that we went back in time, but I seen somebody post that said it went back four months. Mm. Now, I don't know, because four months is very specific. So like, And that's a very long time. That's yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. So, like, I guess... Like four months before, like so when she said that, then I guess they jumped back four months. Okay, and this is everything that's happening currently. But like, I don't know where it said that at, or yeah. if I missed it, or I don't think it said it specific. And maybe it was something that was implied somewhere else. I don't know, nigga. It could have been a lot of clues that we ain't fucking figure out. But I didn't see a specific time because what I took it as was it went back to where it goes and then i took that i looked at it and was like damn i wonder if this is that night like after the event and all that like it's it's a month later yeah yeah no i'm saying after her event like i wonder if her on the couch oh, saying i don't yeah, fuck yeah. with her gotcha. was that night like the post event because that's when they tension they started really to yeah, yeah. yeah but nevertheless the episode starts with her saying she don't fuck with molly and then we go back however far in time but where we go back to is a month from where we left off now i know me and jay had our conversations on this pod about yo if this shit starts right where we left we gonna be a little annoyed and i was ready to be annoyed i ain't gonna lie but i gotta admit kind of glad they started where they started because i feel like a month later we're not right where we're left off so we have enough progression in certain like relationships and certain plots that we wouldn't have had you know what i'm saying like if they picked up like the day after the last episode. So season three started in um, on September 30th of 2018. Mm-hmm. So this is April. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I guess a year and a half. Or it ended. Yeah. Or September, it, yeah. 2018. Yeah, ended September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, all right. um, so, all right. So it picks up a month later. Now, the first scene we get is Issa at the crib. Molly pulls up. They about to. They called it self help Sunday. They about to do yoga and smoke some weed. Issa got a lot more furniture. Her her apartment looks nice. So you remember the last episode on season three? She was starting to like unpack yeah. and like really get comfortable. Now that apartment looks like somebody lit there. But she ain't on the floor. But she. Ain't, but you didn't have this shit in the in the tiny ass apartment that you lived with with. But she's saving on rent now. So what I'm saying yeah, is, yeah. you unpack shit that you didn't have before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she probably bought a lot of that shit in that month. But um, it's self help Sunday. Molly pull up. They're gonna do some yoga. They're gonna smoke some weed. Now, one thing I caught Issa say, she said it a couple times in this scene. She was really on some positive shit. 
really on some fuck. And they already they having self care Sundays or whatever. Y'all doing yoga, smoking weed. You really on some positive shit. Instantly, I'm thinking, yeah, this is probably why she don't fuck with Molly no more. Because Molly ain't a positive, outgoing motherfucker. Like my Molly outlook is always pessimistic. What'd you think about their their chemistry? I think based on the last time we saw them, right now, because again, we just watched that whole season three. Yeah. The last time we saw the two of them, they were getting into it. Cause Issa was mad at Molly for not telling her that Nathan came over. And that nigga Nate pulled up for her birthday and all that. I got you. So now I'm looking at them and I'm like, eh, it's feel kind of forced. Yeah, so I didn't know if that was like because of the show yeah. or because it's been two years since y'all acted together mm. and y'all are actually quote unquote best friends again. Here's why I'm gonna say it's because of the show and it's intentional. Cause they were doing like a big like live leading up to the premiere, like it was on Issa's page, the Insecure HBO page, and then uh Zaytoven's page. It was like a whole live event. And they, Zaytoven got to do this. He DJ he did a set real quick um on his page and insecure HBO page. But when Issa went live, she was calling in cast members and just talking to them and talking about season and you know, highs, lows, all that shit. When she called Yvonne Orgy, who plays Molly. They real friends. They real friends. Their chemistry in that was 10 times better than the chemistry is gotcha. East and Molly. So I really do think that was intentional. Gotcha. Funny thing, though, while we on that, Issa called <laughs> Yvonne Orgy, Jay Ellis, who plays Lawrence, the Asian dude who plays Andrew, who's from, like, the UK or wherever. Where hey, He was either are we Are we sure that we not being invaded by the Finn, UK? We're the only two niggas not from the UK. I just want to throw that like, out. Like, are we sure that, like, we... <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm scared of the invasion, nigga. I feel like, hey, we heard a lot they about... blending in, too. China started this corona, but pretty sure niggas told me fucking Europe had some shit going on, and huh, I don't know, nigga. They over here, but... Issa called Yvonne Orgy, the Asian dude, Jay Ellis, fucking nine other dudes, Prentice Penny, who writes this shit, um, Tag him. produces this shit. She called all these niggas before she called Amanda Seals. <laughs> she might have called me, nigga. I got a missed call from Issa. Like, dog, by the time she hit Amanda Seals, nigga, I was like, yo, y'all don't go fuck off. with her, dog. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that in there. So It's okay not to, it's, we don't got to, I don't You ain't got to like, like your coworkers. And you don't got to like everybody. Facts. If Diddy don't want her dancing on her life. Anyway, uh, that's a. <laughs> fam, fam. I just got a fucking Amber alert and it's not an Amber alert for real. Like a missing kid. I just didn't know what other type of alerts there were. DJ D nice club quarantine manic Monday, a journey through the eighties. How many fucking times is this dog? It's only so many times I can get hype off the same old songs. It's not. Oh my God. Welcome to manic Monday club quarantine. With him and Donnie Wahlberg, what the fuck is going, dog? I think D Nice is getting up another Wahlberger and shit right off. Of, oh, the uh, one on Woodward, yeah. yeah, yeah. That whole area. Look, I used to stay two minutes from there. Shout out to Wahlbergers, real quick. The one on Woodward was giving free food to all the Beaumont employees. Mm. That's a shout out. But the one in Boston, the original one, um, gave my cousin. Are like both a, of them technically on Woodward? One on Woodward downtown. Yep. And then one on Woodward. Oh no, no, no. The one downtown is in Greektown. 
That ain't oh, no yeah, lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one in Boston, the original one, uh, it's right next door to Children's Hospital. My little cousin had to have a major surgery there, and he was there for like six weeks. My cousin, his mom would go there and get food all the time because it was right next door, and it was the closest non-hospital food. So when my cousin finally recovered, um, they gave her like a lifetime gift card. Shit. Yeah, they put I've like- only, I've only ate there once, but the yeah. food was really good. Yeah, they put like, I think they said it was the like- fries was like 10 bands on that shit or they something. They put a little bit of crack on them or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I fuck with Wahlburgers. Like the one downtown is cool. I think the one in uh, Royal Oaks a little bit better, but shout out to them because they, they, them some cool people, nigga. But nevertheless, Molly comes over. They talking about all this fucking self-care shit. They talking about this positive energy, good vibes and all that. And Molly said, um, she said, I really need, she was like, the key is putting out the energy you want to get back. I really need to do that because work has been killing me. So we already know, I right, you was in a bad space at work last time we saw you. You had took the nigga Torian uh, case. You ran your way up into that shit. And Torian said, fuck you, had a whole case, nigga. I don't want to co-chair with you. Uh, strong, tr- strong, gusty winds be with us throughout the evening, and um, power outages are expected. Jeez. Nah, fam, this is not the time for power outages, dog. Fam, did you see the fucking alert that said, uh, or the report that said this might be the worst hurricane season, like, ever? I'm so worried about hurricane season because, like, usually when a disaster happened, there's, like, some disaster relief fund. You just took $2 trillion dollars. And like all the hospitals are already full with COVID patients. Like yeah. what, what's going to happen? Fam. Um, shout out to everybody who got their check already and already spent that bitch. Hey, my shit pending in my account right now. Hey, hey. Um, yo, so Molly having trouble at work. But right now her and Issa seem like they on the same page. Positive vibes. We want to kick it. We want to. Oh, Issa said something specific too. She said we just got to hold each other accountable. Real quick, as a man, do you hold your brothers accountable? Like when they fucking up? Yes. You hold them accountable. For the most part. Some of them who need to be held accountable, they be so fragile that you can't hold them accountable yet. You got to make sure they be okay. Yeah, yeah. And then when that shit is over, like, now you you good? You got your feet on? You so fucking up. So I think up. Molly is that type. Yeah. You, you, she can say we just got to hold each other accountable and that. She don't actually want to be held accountable Mm-mm. because holding her accountable will mean she you're holding a mirror in front of her face and she don't want to see herself for her, for the toxicity that she really has. Dog. So her looking into a mirror ain't really the thing that she's like trying to do. So Issa saying we got to hold each other accountable, nigga, yeah, that don't really count with Molly. It sound good, but that ain't really the shit. So a, a lot of people like to say that shit because they secretly it sound like growth. They secretly your enemy. And they hating on you, and they want to be a hate on you in front of you. So what they gonna say? They gonna they gonna hide that shit and camouflage it over. Oh, we gotta hold you accountable. Yeah. No, I bitch, you just trying to get off this these fucked up vibes that you yeah in front of me. Yeah, and then and cloak it under something else. Cloak, cloak ass niggas. So Issa's still trying to put on this uh this block party. She didn't give up hope on that. Which I was kind of hoping that she would have just because it didn't really sound like the most fucking feasible idea. But it seemed like she actually really got to working with um Condola, one of the newest characters on here. So Condola is a wild name. And it's the name of the, my favorite taco spot in World Oak right now. It seems like that's the name <laughs> of it. This shit. On the joint on Main Street. <laughs> yeah. That shit, I'm, I'm, that shit is Condolas from now on. Fuck it, nigga. Uh- <laughs> I think it's Coronados or some shit like it's that. Like, 
Cornitas? I don't know. I know the spot you're talking. I was just there drinking margaritas last time I could get out. Um, but nevertheless, Issa's still working with Condola. Condola is the girl who threw the event where they watched the last dragon out in the park and, and everybody was chilling and shit. And she was also at Tiffany's uh what's that? Not ba- baby, shower. baby shower. Yeah, I was about to say bridal shower. She was at Tiffany's baby shower. If you remember on the last episode of season three, she met Lawrence. They had a nice little back and forth talking shit about Tiffany friendly. Um, And then they went on a date at the end of the episode. So right now we're seeing Condola for the first time since then. Her and Issa are talking about the block party and ideas. And right away I noticed a little something in that scene. When they when Issa first came in to join and sat down, they started talking, you know, block party shit. And Issa was like, all right, you know, she started sounding kind of worried. And Condola was like, man, fuck all that. Let's go down the checklist. Holding her accountable. That's I'm how like, you really do it. Mm, you don't hold somebody accountable by saying, hey, I'm holding you. You just, yeah. this, this natural. No, no, no. Let me ask you if you did what you were supposed to do. Simple as that. And if you did, I'm like, hey, you know, this was really need to be done. Um, do you got a plan to see if you can get this together? So to your question earlier, how you feel about their chemistry in this first scene? I thought it was pretty damn good. Yeah. And I thought that that was intentional coming off the scene with Molly talking about holding each other accountable and being better. And then we see somebody hold Issa accountable and we also see them looking like friends. You like, see what accountability actually looks like. Mm-hmm. And we see what... A genuine friendship that's non-beneficial. This ain't helping Condola. She don't need to do this. This is what I think. I think when you become friends with people, um, sometimes this is not. I'm not speaking in absolutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you are comfortable in the social set standing and social social setting that you met them in. Mm. If you're the quote unquote rich friend yeah. who's helping out the 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 smaller friend, so to speak, like you're comfortable in that. And once things start changing, mm. you don't know how to react. It's almost like Molly don't want Issa, Issa really to raise up on her level. Yep. Like she, it's, it feels good when you kind of quote unquote above her. Yeah. And when she's trying to better herself and move up, I feel like you don't really like that. Some people thrive off being needed. Yeah. And Molly exactly seems like that. one of them people. Um, She needs Issa to ask her for a place to stay and to ask to sleep on the couch and to ask her to pay for dinner and to ask her to buy lunch and borrow money and all. She needs Issa to do that. Cause once Issa comes up on her own, cause right now Molly giving Issa that black girl magic energy, but it's fake and you see it's fake. Cause every time shit get real, they have an issue. And it's funny. Um, rewatching season one on the episode where Issa was having that fundraiser for, we got y'all. Uh, I didn't remember this, but when Molly had bumped into their homegirl that they went to school with and their homegirl was like, yeah, you know, my life was fucked up, but I started going to therapy and da, da, da. And when she told Issa, like, guess who I'm running to? She said she going to therapy. And Issa was like, damn, therapy don't sound like a bad idea. Right. And Molly instantly got offended. Like, oh, you think I need a therapist? Like, And it was just like, damn. Yeah, I think you need a, a different voice because you clearly don't listen to me. You don't listen to me because you don't respect my voice because I'm not where you at in life. You need to, you need the white folks to agree with, aka to agree to be like, okay, this person is qualified to listen to your problems. Let's talk about Molly a little bit. A little bit. We ain't going to get all the way into it. We got to go down this episode. Um, and we early, baby. We got a lot of time. Y'all might as well get comfortable. Molly is the friend who thinks because of what her resume says, all her shit is together. I have accomplishments. I have accolades. I have bullet points. 
because I have that, I'm the shit on paper. And it's funny because you remember when Molly was trying to get into um that dating app for the for the wealthy blacks called the League. You remember that shit when she was trying to join that and had to like gain a membership and all that. When Molly was trying to join the league and she went on a couple dates with them niggas, Jadena and a couple other dudes, and they all ended up basically telling her, like, you be doing too much. Then she got back with Jared, and when she told Issa, Issa was like, what happened to the league? And Molly specifically said, all them niggas look good on paper, but they ain't talking about shit. Molly looks good on paper. She ain't talking about shit. She ain't talking about shit. She don't. Everything she thinks she offers and brings to the table doesn't exist. You're not really that good of a person, Molly. Let's be real. You fucked over. Jared might have been the best outside of the gay shit, because that was just weird. But as far as like a good person, Jared's probably the best person that's been on the show. It seems he was like, the most genuine nigga on here. She ain't deserve that nigga, man. Uh, male and female. Uh certain people or some people, they they got like a checklist. Yeah. If I do these four or five qualities, this makes me a good person. This makes me a good catch. Yeah. But who are you in like in real life? Who are you beyond fam? So all right, let's let's talk about it in in uh real life scenarios. You've applied to a job before, right? Yes. Applied to that bitch, knew that you had every quality you needed to do that job. Might have even got an interview. You ever went on an interview and not got the job? Uh once. Yeah. Same for me once. Um, and it was because I, I didn't it was a virtual. So yeah. like I thought it was going to be like a virtual interview where like I was going to be talking to somebody. Mm. If it, it was like questions that they gave mm. and I had to like record audio or I had to record myself. I've had video one of them before, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. I was I've had little, one of them before. Yeah, those I, are awkward. I was a little thrown off. I was like I was expecting something different. Yeah. And I'm I, and I know. The questions was easy, but it just threw me off a little bit. The one time, and this is literally the only time I've ever gone on an in-person interview and not gotten a job. Um, it was because the position that was posted was a manager position. When I did the interview, the lady I interviewed with in person told me, I'm going to be honest, we were looking for a senior level chief executive. We weren't looking for a manager. She was like, I need somebody to run this because right now our COO is running it. We needed a chief marketing officer. Our chief operating officer is running it. She was like, I like your experience, but you ain't at the level we looking for. Like, And they should have told you that when you did your phone interview. No harm, no foul. I'm not what you looking for. I looked at it on paper because you still brought me in. Thanks. But when I got down to you in person, I wasn't it. And you knew that. And it's unfortunate. And uh, I mean, even further past that is I've, I don't know, I've probably interviewed two, 300 people, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like who all look good on paper yeah. until you can sit down in front of me Fam. and we can have, we have a conversation. There's certain tests that I'll put you through. I'll walk you through my office and I say, Hey, set your coat right here. Have a seat right there. Niggas don't follow simple directions. Yeah. Hold my coat the whole time. Sit yeah. in the chair. I just be trying to see, like, are you paying attention to what's going on? I don't, I mean, that's not going to be no determining factor whether, like, you get hired yeah, or not. But it matters. But I be, I be wanting to know, like, who be on it. And and that is Molly. Molly is the person that looks good on paper. I have to talk to that candidate. And once I talk to her, it's like, uh, yeah, you, you don't really, your experience is great. All stats, no substance. Fam, you, Molly is 
LeBron and Russell Westbrook at the end of a losing game. Where now they just trying to grab some boards. And they going hard as fuck to get rebounds that don't matter. Y'all niggas down by 20. Every time somebody try to convince me that insert basketball player here is better than Michael Jordan, they will always go, well, look at this stat. Like, fam, some of this shit don't ain't. Don't stat me to death. Because them stats don't tell me everything. And I ain't, I ain't with it. And that's Molly. Molly going to stat you to death. She going to tell you I am a fucking accomplished black attorney. I'm the only female uh, associate at my firm that's leading this case. She's going to give you all of that. And it sound great. But it's like, fam, you an asshole. In real life, you an asshole. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You're a terrible friend. And you want everything to work out in your benefit. Everything. And you can never admit when you're wrong. You can never. She don't see when she's wrong at all. I don't like people like that who can't say, yo, I fucked that up without somebody having to tell them you fucked up. Now, the one time I was wrong in my life, I have to say, no. Facts, facts. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But no. Now, I told my girl I was wrong the other day, not because I was wrong, just because I was like, you know what? I ain't said this in 35 years. Let me say this real quick. <laughs> I said, baby, I was wrong. I want that. motherfuckers walk around thinking I'm perfect. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. No, I ain't want to set the wrong expectations. So, all that to say, man, Molly's a terrible fucking friend. But nevertheless, when we see Issa and Condola in that initial meeting, what we see is Condola showing Issa like a genuine fucking friendship and showing her genuine accountability. I'm not here to bash you and tell you you fucking up. I'm here to ask you, did you do what you told me you was going to do? So she said, yo, did you secure vendors? Because right now they're not holding a block party. They're holding a mixer mixer trying to, find to get vendors. sponsorship and vendors for the block party. Because right now they don't have enough money to throw the block party. Nigga. So they need sponsorship. They need vendors. And that's what Condola does. So remember last week and I was like, should Issa be doing this? Like, like mm -hmm. you can't fund this shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But because she partnered with the right people. Yeah. We got that portion yeah. taken care of. So her and Condola going through their list, boom, 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 boom. When they done with the checklist, Condola gets a text. She looks down at her phone, instantly smiling. Issa like, oh, is that new boo? She like, yeah, it's been a month now. So that's when we learned the timeline of where we at. It's been a month since we, uh, since we saw Condola and Lawrence go on that first date. So she's smiling ear to ear. And she even told Issa like, yeah, he coming to the mixer. Issa like, hi, tell him, uh, sponsor one of my fucking events, da-da-da. Like, it looked normal, nigga. And it's like, we know just because we knew who the fuck Condola was dating. Damn, this going to be awkward. But I wonder how they going to reveal it, though. I ain't had no clue. So, what was the scene after that? Was that, um, it went from Condola in a meeting to, oh, Issa and Molly went shopping. That was when, yeah, yeah, they went shopping. They doing they Issa, thing. Issa is fronting, though. Issa fronting real hard. She's like, oh, I like that top. Oh, yeah, that's my grandmother's. I keep my stuff clean yo, and then spill some shit on it. Like, shout out to fucking Issa Rae for the amount of ad-libbing she does in this show. That nigga said, yeah, she died. It was hella scurvy. <laughs> 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 like oh, how did man. your grandma die scurvy <laughs> like what happened to your grandma <laughs> oh, oh so her and uh her and molly going shopping she trying on dresses and shit because now she got to find something to wear for the mixer and she telling molly like dog i'm a little nervous condola got me in front of all these major brands it's gonna be target it's gonna be uh diageo it's gonna be casamigos tequila like she telling her Condola really has this shit looking for real. 
And I ain't like Molly's response. Because if you caught that, Molly was like, oh, damn, these are real brands. And it's like, again, dog, that friendship, like you kind of, your girl telling you she nervous because it's going to be some big people there. And you telling her, oh, damn, y'all got real brands coming. It's like, yo, do you really believe in what I'm trying to do right now? Because she doing, she don't know me from a can of paint. Hold me. You know what uh what I thought about in this this scene? That one meme that be on the gram that be like, uh, you can meet people on the internet who want better for you than people you know in your whole life. And it's like, yep. yeah, that, that's actually kind of true. Because <laughs> this, this scene was a legit example of that. Like, fam, of course she's putting Target and Diageo and all. Because this is her... She does this for a living. She not finna fight. Nigga, I asked her for help. She giving me major help. Nigga. Molly created doubt for Issa. Mm. She started thinking like, well, maybe. Mm. Um, then she started telling people like, yo, Condola is high class and essentially all my shit is low class. I don't think this the right. I, I don't think I invite. Like yeah. you introduced doubt. Yeah, yo, how about you help? Move you up a class. Issa like, yo, you know, Condola bringing Target, Diageo, Casamigos. I'm bringing the Popeyes from down there on La Brea and whatever. And Molly like, well, girl, you know, niggas love that Popeyes. And it's like. She kind of cleaned it up. because She did. Because niggas do love that Popeyes. Fam, niggas <laughs> love most of the Popeyes. White folks do too. Facts. But it's also like, yo, don't tell me that. Because she started that with, oh, she bringing real brands. And then it was when niggas love that Popeyes, and it's like, all right, tell me, like, you can kill that real brand shit, too, nigga, not just the local Popeye. Boost me up a little bit, dog, because this your chance, nigga. But, again, to the point we just made, Molly don't want Issa to become her equal. I don't want you to be, not for real, I'm a front like I do, but I'm really playing the back. Funniest part about this scene, though, was the fact that Issa was returning clothes to exchange clothes, nigga, and that white girl said... Cause like it was, you can't she was looking. She was looking at her before they, <laughs> before they got to that part. I'm yeah. thinking like, why is she looking at her like this? Cause she didn't look like the store owner person lady. She was just like buy clothes, but like I, I already figured out what time it was. Yeah, man. So then, uh, then we start getting to the shits. Fucking Condola and Issa meet up again. Issa and bought a dress. She go meet Condola at her office. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Issa fucked the TSA nigga first. We get introduced to another random ass nigga. Boy, they love showing some naked ass shots in this motherfucker show. Dog. They be showing a lot of dude ass, though. Like, I don't I don't need this much missionary in my life. Then um, I was kind of confused with this scene. Yeah. Did she really? Because this was not the first time they had sex. No, no, no. Uh, no. Then, like, did she end up actually enjoying a missionary? I think so. Look, I hit my fat homeboy. And I hit my homegirl who... She likes fat niggas. She always says she likes fat niggas. I hit the two of them. They both said the exact same thing. They said them fat niggas' bellies be rubbing chicks' clits. So when they got in missionary, that's what... Because she started... Them first two positions, she was... what she say? She was like, it's a little too much momentum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get this momentum Dog. out the street. Then that nigga tried to hit her from the side... First of all, I need everybody to watch when that nigga hit her from the side. <laughs> My nigga, they was like this far apart. <laughs> Normally, when you from the side, you like right up on it, stroking. That nah. nigga was so far from her, though. You can't like you be right by 
Yeah, you like on the back of that neck. Face to ear, this nigga like. Fam, them niggas was like a fucking W. <laughs> but um, then they switched to missionary and that nigga got to it. And uh, Issa started looking like she was getting off. So that's my homeboy and my homegirl who like fat dudes. They both said the same thing. That belly be rubbing the clit when they missionary. So I was like, thank you for a lot of information. But then who is this nigga, bro? <laughs> like. She just fucking a nigga from TSA now? Like, who the fuck is dog? He seemed like a good dude. He might be a great character. Like, um, nigga, he, he fit right in with, like, the other side characters. We've got, like, Lawrence Homeboy, the light-skinned dude, uh, Thug Yoda. Like, he kind of fit right in that mold. And she was like, some. he said something about the last time. Like, okay, this is, a, this, is, this is not the first. He was like, that missionary really be getting you there, huh? And she was like, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think it was like the fake year. Yeah, no, she's and she even hit that nigga with. I mean, church is always the answer. I was like, <laughs> I see you, East. But then, uh, then he came with the gifts. Gave he was like, handy. oh, speaking of which, I got to, yo. My favorite thing in this whole scene, that nigga said, oh, you got a fan. That's what's up, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Don't never be hype about a fan. Hey, then he was like, because then he hold her like, yeah. the, ain't you the uh, apartment bursting around? Yeah. The fuck oh, because she tried to hold him. She was like, well, yeah. Last time you sweated on me a little bit much. That nigga was like, well, welcome to fucking with a big dude. But he was like, in general though, it do be hot in this <laughs> motherfucker. Ain't you the property manager? You need to get that fixed. She was like, nigga, sixty five degrees in here. So then he was like, oh, speaking of which, I got something for you. Gave her the henny and the weed or the pills. I can. It was in a pill bottle. Was it weed? I don't know, mm-hmm. nigga. But he gave her the henny and some. Nigga, probably was henny and weed. Hey, do we have any TSA listeners? Cause we need henny. Um, it's a drought out here, nigga. And shit, we might need the weed. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the, the. I might need the pills, nigga. Whatever's in the fucking bottle, nigga. If you work for TSA and y'all got a lost and found, let me know, nigga. Let me find it. Hey, hey, drop that off right here in Oak Park. But uh. I like dude. I just don't know where the fuck. Like, they just threw him in there. Like, oh, he fucking Issa. Like, oh, damn. Let, me, let me tell you about, uh, who is the star of this episode? Uh, star of this one? It's either TSA dude or the neighbor for me. You should listen. Cause uh, <laughs> this is the couple. oh Kelly. Well, <laughs> Kelly is in her Kelly, bag again. Kelly has been in her bag for like literally like four straight episodes nigga yo kelly had me i'm i'm i, I legitimately had like a smile on my face no, cracking no, no. up fam go back to season one just because i know you would do it go back to season one whatever episode that was after jared revealed he had a moment with a dude when molly went to tell kelly and tiffany and Issa, they were like getting ready for the play or whatever she told them while they were waiting in the lobby, fam, Kelly in that moment might have been like uh Coachella episode funny, dog. Like she was why I ain't realized it till I watched the marathon yesterday. Dog, Kelly was bugging the fuck out, nigga. <laughs> it was so funny. And then the little play they was going to see. It was a it was a religious play. It was about Jesus. Kelly cousin was in it. That's why they was there. The nigga that, it was Jesus I talking. This. I ain't watched season one since season. I one. hadn't watched it, dog. <laughs> The dude that played Jesus, I think it was supposed to be Jesus talking to Judas. And Jesus was like, you said you was faithful to me. You lying ass bitch. (laughs) I do remember that. Dog. I was crying. But anyway, man, season one was a gem. I just want to throw that. Kelly was on there. My favorite quote from any play is, et tu brute? (laughs) 
Et tu brute? Okay. You too, Brutus. <laughs> oh, I be saying that to niggas. They don't know Dog. what the fuck I be talking about. But like, Dog. when I get, when I feel like I got, I got stabbed in the back, I be like, <laughs> I be like, et tu brute? <laughs> Not when you feel like you got stabbed. <laughs> Yo. Oh, That's what I love about this pod, because it really just be me and you kicking it. Like it be and so weird. Ni- it be so weird ass references. Like niggas. <laughs> and if niggas know, they feel closer to us. But if they don't, me and you still kicking yeah, it. Dog. Google et tu brute. Dog. <laughs> and if you need to learn how to spell brute, hit us up, nigga. Or et. Or et tu. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That was oh, funny. Shit. All right. <laughs> so um all right. So Issa fucked the fat dude. She get the weed and the henny from that nigga. Oh, one other thing. Molly went on a date with the a- Andrew dude. So, Andrew, let's talk about that for a second. Last time we saw Molly and Andrew, let's see what she did. That nigga Andrew, after they met at Coachella, hit her up for weeks. She wasn't fucking responsive. He kept trying. He was trying to give her a jacket back. She wouldn't even link with the nigga. But then, finally linked, got her jacket back. Cold ass shirt he had on. Cold ass shirt. Yeah, Andrew be a fresh white. little Asian nigga, man. Um, Asian niggas be fresh, so. So he told her, like, after the jacket shit, he wanted to take her on a date date. They're going to say, like, all right. So they went to dinner. And then she said something about, yo, when you was off the molly, you told me that you hit your man's ex. And he was like, oh, says the girl who fucked with her married friend, nigga. He was going off her joke. This was her energy, nigga. Not his. Molly freaked out. She spazzed. She left the date. Horrible date. Then she fake apologized to to that nigga so Issa could stalk Nate um, because Andrew and Nate are roommates and then at the end of season three she called that nigga and was like really trying to apologize but Andrew didn't seem like he was going for that shit he seemed like he was like they never went back to it yeah yeah yeah. he just seemed like he was on some like yeah I hear you but nah fam but now we see they actually been kicking it for a month cool so they go bowling they energy look good. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, uh, Molly, she got a dude and they've been dating for a month. She's never dated anybody for a whole month on this show. Like usually by the second date, she didn't fucked it up by either being too thirsty or telling them niggas, Oh, you was gay in college, whatever. nigga. So she go on a fucking date with Andrew. They go bowling. Look like they're having a good time. It's competitive. They had a nice ass bowling alley. It ain't like no, they ain't at the fucking uh, Thunderbowl, nigga. These niggas at the real ass lanes. Looking, I'm like, cool. I was fucking with it. And then I like bowling. So I like bowling day. I like bowling. I think bowling's a great date. I like competitive date. Like bowling, putt-putt, any of that shit where you and your girl could kind of get at each other on some competitive shit. Axe throwing is the new shit. If you want to take your girl axe throwing, go do it. You know how hard I, I tried shit now two two three years ago to go yeah. on my birthday though that shit been sold out like you you gotta the pay join inferno yeah like yeah, you gotta yeah, then you gotta one. then you gotta drop like four hundred dollars down for them I'm like look this shit is too involved it's it's a lot for a group because i tried to put together for my birthday but i've been for work a few times um it's really fun I it's really go. fun I it's really been. if you got a a smaller group it's a lot easier to just walk in there and do your thing, bro. You ain't even got to do it online or ahead of time. Like you could probably, like five or six of y'all, you could probably go in there and get to it. But bigger than that, it becomes a, a bit of a hassle and it definitely gets expensive. But nevertheless, my favorite two types of dates, real quick. I'm gonna throw these out there for anybody who's dating. Competitive dates, 
bowling, axe throwing, putt-putt golf, any of that, those is fire. And comedy shows. Boy, I love me some comedy. A comedy show date is the easiest. Go to Punchline. Fam. Every Saturday. Fam, the Punchline tickets to be like $10. Four Honest John tickets. Four out. Like, but look, the the ten come with two drinks. Do it, dog. nigga. It's all you gonna have a good time. Go to the comedy show. Go on a competitive date or combine the night. Shit, you ain't paying much at Punchline. So go to Punchline. Take her to the comedy show. Then go bowling. Then go play putt putt or whatever the fuck. Go kart race. Whatever the fuck. It's so fun, nigga. And you don't have to do shit. They doing the joking, nigga. Dog. I will go to a comedy show anytime I can possibly go. Yeah. One of my first, like, good dates in life. I've been to an improv show? Yeah. That should be fun, though. Yeah. Um, Black improv. Yeah. It's, some, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of Royal Oak. It was yeah. Ferndale. I was like, yeah. It's some improv shit downtown, too. I think that, that might have been one of my birthdays. Yeah. Shit. It's just fun, dog. Like anything that involves humor that you don't have to fucking create, yeah, it's fun, nigga. Because it's like, yo, I right, thank you for making this easy on me, <laughs> nigga. Like y'all made my girl laugh and I hit. Like thank you, appreciate it. Um, nevertheless, Molly and old boy bowling, they look good. Their energy is good. I'm like, okay, they're good. I don't really know what the conflict is gonna be between them yet. Fast forward, Issa goes to Condola's office. Goes up there to kind of finalize some shit for the mixer. Talk about the sponsors and the people who are going to be there. Um, And while she's there, Tiffany pulls up. And this is where the episode started to get wild. So Tiffany pulls up, still pregnant, because it's only a month later. I feel like that was in a restaurant type of thing, though. When Tiffany came in there? Yeah. No, that was, uh, Mm -hmm. what's her name, office. Yeah, yeah. So she came up, still pregnant. She walked in there like... Hey, look at my girls. Like, my baby's already connecting people, da-da-da. And uh, they talking about, yeah, you know, we met at the baby shower, da-da-da. And then Condola slips out. You know what? Your baby also introduced me to my new nigga. And Tiffany was like, wait, you talking about that nigga you went on that one date with that I ain't think went nowhere, so I ain't mentioning it? And she was like, yeah, that nigga. He was like, really? Because, you know, wasn't a lot of guys there. Now, granted, Issa... (laughs) There was a lot of guys there. It was a co-ed baby shower. I did just watch that shit. But they was all mated. But, okay, of, okay, you know okay, I, I got you. So Issa goes, yeah, it wasn't a lot of guys there. She was like, uh, was it a tall, lame nigga named Dro? She was like, no, his name is Lawrence. Dun, dun. All right, let's I'm, stop right here. I'm glad it happened this way, though, and not walk up. And you see Lawrence and, and one, that would have felt like TV. typical. That would have been typical. But two, this felt good because it's like, Issa, who can you really like? You can't, fr- you can freak out on some like, damn, you dated my ex of five years. But you can't flip. I don't know you at all. At all. He doesn't know that I know you now because I didn't know you when me and him met. And he didn't know, like, no one know. no one's wrong in this situation. Ish. Well, out of, Tiffany, three, out of those three. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany would be the most wrong. Yeah, like, why didn't you say something? Why you ain't tell me she went on a date with Lawrence? Why don't you say, hey, when she about to go on a date with her, like, yo, you know that's one of my homegirl's best friend. I mean, my, one of my best friend's ex-boyfriend for five years. So. Who was if, also at the. If like, you're Tiffany and you find out Condola and Lawrence are about to go on a date, do you tell Issa, Condola, or both? Like, if you were to tell somebody, who would you tell? 
Or neither. Shit. Would you not say shit? You would probably, you would tell both. I don't know, because to this point, we don't, Condola was a guest at the baby shower. So I don't know if they're like, you know what I'm saying, like that, that like that. They, they other friends, though. Yeah, 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 true. Like, so, for for for, for example, if one, a nigga I met, one of my homeboys, is about to go out on a date with one of my home other homeboys' ex, I'm like, yo. Yeah. Oh, like, that's just, like, my friend friend? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, that's Aunt X, or that's, you know what I'm saying? I want to do my part, like, yo, just give you a heads up. Like, yeah. this is one of my best friends. Like, I've been around this motherfucker for, X. even if I'm just giving you the heads up on what type of person they are. Yeah. I've been around this person for the last five years. Yeah. I know him very well. I know him to be a good person. I know him to be broke as fuck. I know him to be an <laughs> uh, engineer making money now. Like, I would say, yeah. yo, I know him. Um, The reason he was at the party is because he's ex- like, how would you not? How did that not come up? And he cool with your husband, Tiffany. Like, yo, this is my husband friend. He's yeah. also the ex of one of my but best friends. But if you remember, the- if you remember when Tiffany threw that uh, birthday dinner gathering for her husband, and Lawrence was at the table sitting next to some other people, and they was like, "How do y'all know Tiffany and her husband?" And he was like, "Oh, my ex went to school with them." So, fam, Lawrence is even though you're friends with the husband now. You don't exist without Lawrence. So, yeah, Tiffany, how do you not mention that to Condola, one? But how do you not tell Issa, yo, real quick? Because she thought in that moment they only went on one date. That's why she never brought it up. She ain't think it went nowhere. But a month later, you find out, oh, y'all been dating this whole time. Like, I ain't know. How do you not tell Issa, though, like, yo, just a heads up? Lawrence met one of my friends at my baby shower. They went out once. I don't know shit else about it, but they went out once. I just wanted to tell you. Nigga. Because even even if it wasn't like, even if Condola and Issa wasn't friends. Yeah. And just one of your yeah. your friend's ex start fucking one. Like, you don't think you should say something to your friend? Like, Because, yo, you're my friend and Condola's my friend. Y'all might be in the same And Lawrence space. is my husband's friend. Y'all going to be in the same space. So like, let me just, give you that heads on. up. That's comic. And it's like, Tiffany, you wouldn't. I get it. You pregnant. You probably ain't. Think about, but that's a quick common courtesy. Like, yo, just a heads up. One of my homegirls who was at the baby shower met Lawrence there. They kind of vibe. They went out one time. That's even, all I know. Even if you didn't tell Issa Condola, like, yo, oh boy, you went out what? Yeah, um, that's my one, homegirl's ex. One, that's David. Well, what's the nigga name on the show? I don't know who what the nigga name on the show is. The husband. The, the husband. I don't fuck. Whatever his name is, that's his homeboy. Mm-hmm. And also, he used to date one of my best friends for like five years. Yeah. So, so just that. giving you that heads up. He just got out of that. They not together. Yeah, yeah. There's no boom, boom, it boom. Ain't no, but just give you the heads up because that nigga was just in. Because here's the thing. Because uh, she was at the same location that you were in, so that might happen five again. Five year relationship, and it's funny because I loved when Condola reacted to Lawrence telling her they was together five years. It was perfect. Oh, that's significant. It is. Nigga, five years is significant, dog. This ain't five minutes, nigga. This ain't two dates. I've been in a, a couple for that for that time frame or longer, so I'm not going to front and act like mm-hmm. it's not significant because it is. If I've been with you for more than five months consecutively, <laughs> that's my five-year equivalent because um, I don't do that. But nevertheless, um, oh, one thing we forgot real quick, real quick, just quick rewind. When Issa and Molly were shopping, because I'm thinking like, man, you know, telling your friends what's good, giving them a heads up. Molly did do one good thing as a friend. She told Issa, yo, just a heads up. 
that nigga Nate asked uh, Andrew if he could come to the mixer. I told him I wasn't sure. I told him I, I wasn't sure. Let me ask you. That's what Tiffany was supposed to have did. Fact. Like, yo, go out with Lawrence. I ain't your dad. But I'm telling you as a courtesy, Lawrence used to go with my homegirl. They was together five years. They lived together. She held that nigga down. You know, rough times. That nigga was out on his ass for a minute. Like, give the courtesy up. And Molly gave that courtesy up. Now, do you think Issa was... Uh, so I guess we got our answer to like how Issa, because we never knew like what her response to Nate finally talking to her at the end of season three was. Like, damn, is she gonna get that nigga another chance? Da, da, da. Looks like she didn't. Um, looks like she told that nigga, hey, I appreciate you coming back around trying to explain what happened, but your explanation wasn't good enough. So have a good day, my nigga. That's what it looks like. Um, cause she told Molly. Appreciate you asking me, but tell that nigga Andrew, yeah, Nate shouldn't come. Like, that's just what it is. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Um, But anyway, fast forward. Now it's awkward. Because now Tiffany's standing there like, oh, shit, I probably should have told y'all, but I didn't. And even with her thinking they only went on one date, you still should have said something, nigga. You ain't say nothing. You ain't say nothing, nigga. That's kind of, that's wild. But now Issa in her awkward bag. And this is my favorite she Issa. She's her dog. awkward black girl. Awkward right? black. This is my favorite Issa, dog. Issa say, oh, no, it's all good. Like, L.A. is so small. Like, introduce me to some of your niggas so, so I, can I can push, push up on them like, like, like you pushing push up on them. <laughs> 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 like, Yo, yeah. I love that Issa, dog, where yeah. it's just, like, painfully awkward, but you got to laugh. Man. That's like, these are the thoughts that usually get said in people's head, but she, yeah. says she blurts them underneath, them they, underneath her breath. And it's funny every fucking time, man. Um, so, all right, you're Condola. You just found out a girl you was dating is the ex of a nigga you just started a business venture with. How you react? I'm still going to date. Yeah. I'll be perfectly honest. I've yeah. been in that situation recently. Yeah. And, hey, uh... Here's the thing, man. Didn't work out, but hey, I still... My relationship <laughs> with you up until this very second has not been compromised at all by my relationship with with the person that you used to be with. I won't let it be, nigga. Like, what me and her are doing ain't got nothing to do with the business me and you are trying to get popped off. really don't. So, sorry, my nigga. I hope it ain't awkward, but... Because guess what? You and your past relationships is none of my business. Facts. And me and my current relationship... It's none of my business. I'm not even being paid for this shit. I can Facts. see if I'm fucking up like a business relationship as far as like I'm getting, I'm doing this shit on the strength. I'm literally helping you out because right now we're in my office. I'm at work. I'm taking time out of my work to help you and introduce you to vendors I've worked with who know me from shit I do. On some black girl shit. Facts. Just because I, I see, you You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Because she's a better friend than Molly. So, uh, meanwhile, my nigga, Lawrence at the crib. King Lawrence, all hail to the king, nigga. Um, he's at the crib prepping for a little date night. Condola pulls up. He got the show with uh with Terry J. Vaughn, um, Lovita Alize Jenkins, for those who will remember. Uh um, Ray J. Ray J funny as fuck. What's old girl that we say ain't really funny? Tiffany Haddish? Yeah, that's Tiffany Haddish uh, 1.0. <laughs> Terry J. <Vaughan. laughs> uh Alex A. Jenkins. Lovita Alex A. Jenkins. For sure. That's like that's part that's 1.0. I heard Terry J. Vaughn, like the actress, 
like she's actually like really mean in real life. When I lived in Atlanta, she used to do a um She got a deep voice. Yeah, she does. Women with deep voice are mean. She used to do a uh practice he'd be making fun about their voice. So she <laughs> fuck had a hard life. She used to do an acting class and a lot of my friends in Atlanta used to go to her class. Um and all of them left her class to go to uh what's the other lady from Why Did I Get Married? Tasha from Why Did I Get Married. They all left Terry J. Vaughn's class to go to Tasha's class. Cash down? Cash Jones, her daughter, nigga. I don't. They 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 put a video up together. Like, see, we are in the same place at the same time. Like they, Joe Budden did that with uh, Kenya Martin yesterday. (laughs) Kenya Martin got on his live and he was like, "I'm only calling you to show niggas that we not the same person." I was like, (laughs) "Blew my fucking mind that she got a twin sister though." Uh, Tasha, yeah, yeah. Um, her twin is actually. I've actually met the twin. Obviously, I mistook her for. The, the other one, the but, but actress they both one. actors. The twin acts, and she does a lot for her. Like she'll do like stand-ins and shit. Yeah. Um. But something like I wonder how many movies I saw and thought it was the other one. It was yeah. this one. So I met the twin. She is one of the nicest people I've ever met at a Publix in my life. That's man. how I know that Zodiac shit be bullshit. <laughs> when you got a twin, when you got a twin brother or sister, y'all niggas act totally different. Fam, the twin. So here's it was two things when I met the twin that caught me off. Okay, all you zodiac niggas be like, but see when the when the when the they gonna be like, nah, because what time was she born? Yeah, who what... came first? <laughs> but no, when I met the sister, um, one it caught me off guard. She's bald, like she naturally rocks the baldy or like the very low zero blade. Yeah. So that caught me off guard because I was like, damn, I didn't know she had cut her hair thinking she was a sister. Yeah. And then when I like said, because we were literally, she was in front of me in the line at Publix and it was a long line. So it was one of them like, you make small talk lines and shit. Like, all right, this listen. nigga. Like, all right, fuck it. All right, let me break the ice. Hey, I, yeah, I, I so know I, the shoe, so I, wanted, yeah. I don't want you to think that you. Uh, so I did that because in Atlanta, you you bumping the motherfuckers a lot, especially black famous people. So I did that and. um. She just told me right off red, like, no, nah, it's not me. She showed me a picture of them, like, as adults at the club. That she probably keep synced up because of Fam, situations like this. I bugged the fuck out. Um, I think she showed me her Instagram, and I bugged the fuck out because I was like, I had no clue that she Fucking had a twin. Um, and then, uh, fam, so she, I wasn't buying shit. I literally was in the longest Publix line ever to get some crab legs and a Pepsi. And she bought my crab legs and Pepsi, nigga. So that's my story with the sister. Like, super nice, really cool, um, and not nearly as loud as the other one. But fast forward. So Condola go over to Lauren's crib. She pulls up. Lauren's got popcorn, got the TV show on, got the hot sauce. That's my bag, nigga. I'm a hot sauce with popcorn ass, nigga. I, I eat popcorn any fucking day of the week. I love popcorn, nigga. But, hey, real quick. I got an unhealthy obsession with popcorn. So does me and my girl, nigga. We eat popcorn all day. Nigga. I leave out the theater with my bucket of popcorn. Fam, I'm going to tell you right now. I'll tell the listeners, too, because they listening. Uh, imagine you can go get popcorn right now. That's the only thing they can sell. They're trying to make money. You can go to and imagine on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday and get uh, 10 ounce or no it's a 15 ounce thing of popcorn for like five dollars i mean that's a little steep but i will definitely go get it they yeah. gotta make money yeah but, yeah they they trying I'll but you can pull up get some popcorn friday saturday or sunday um and they give you like a refillable bucket if you bring it back again like to get more popcorn it's like cheaper than the original but yeah no nah, they're giving away popcorn anyway i need garrison to do that 
fam. <laughs> and he gears it in, in nobody. Like, stand outside so I don't got to walk in. Like, come on. Fam. Yeah, stand in front of Cheesecake, nigga. Che- fam, real quick, let's talk about it. It don't got shit to do with the, with the show, but fuck it. We here now. By the time all this shit is over, whenever all this shit is over, a lot of our favorites is going to be closed. They gone. Cheesecake. They- Cheesecake is bleeding right now nigga that company who owns the building out there they say no y'all still gotta pay rent yeah and they like ain't no yeah. no we not nigga we're a long way away from when them two hour lines was outside of cheesecake factory i nigga. think this place want me to pay rent this month i'm not doing it i paid last month i'm gonna tell you what kind of got me mad nigga i got a gift card to cheesecake factory <laughs> that <laughs> so i hadn't used so that motherfucker half off <laughs> i need to see are they doing carry out i need to see if they doing carry out Cause they got an outside entrance. You don't gotta go through the mall. Cause yeah. if they doing carry out, I need to use that bitch right now for cheesecake be closed. But um, all right. So when Condola pulled up on Lauren, she clearly got a fucking like problem. Let's like, talk. Hey, she got a let's talk well, face. Well, and he notices it. Like, hey, what's wrong? Yeah, he's like, what's up with you? Cause he he hyped like, yo, I he's got like, the you popcorn. I got the maybe it's a bit too. Maybe much. I'm going too little, fast. It's too early. It's only been a month. Yeah, we don't know if they didn't fucked around. She if this her first time over, we don't know shit. So he like, maybe I'm tripping, could be moving too fast. She like, no, nah, it ain't that. I think I'm friends with your ex. That nigga said, my ex who? He said, my ex what? My ex what? That's <laughs> what he said, my ex what? She was like, your ex-girlfriend. He was like, huh? She said, I think I'm working with your ex. She was like, that mixer that you coming to tomorrow? I think I'm helping your ex put that mixer on. That nigga said, what? Issa? Fam. All right. Damn, I wish I could find these tweets. Oh, some of that shit you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah. If you Lawrence in that moment, man, how do you handle that? Or one, let me ask, do you think he handled that moment correct? Um, I think he handled it the best that anyone could handle it. Yeah. He, he, handled, that, he handled that situation real. Yeah. Because both of them was kind of off guard. Yeah. And she was like, um... Because she was still in shock. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? Fuck that. He handled that. Shout out to uh, Curve, uh, Marcus, uh, somewhere all on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter and My all that nigga, shit. what up, though? And uh, like he, he called him a king because he not about to block one of her blessings because yeah. this is to be my ex. And she asked him directly, like, do you I, think she, I should still work with her? Wait a minute, you still working with her? That's what That was his yeah, first yeah. response. Yeah, yeah, his first response was, you still going to work with her? And that was real. Yeah, yeah, because that was a reaction. Yeah. Cause that's real, but then he but was then like, "She said, you know do you what? think I shouldn't work with her?'" And he was like, "Wait, no, no, no! Like we don't got no bad blood. Yeah, everything is good. Um, she cheated on me, uh, <laughs> and I liked Condola's response in that moment too, because she was like, "Yeah, I met her at the thing. She came up to me asking all these questions, and she was like." Wait, is she crazy, nigga? And he was like, she I mean, crazy, she crazy, but she ain't crazy, crazy. crazy. Like, you I put, like that, nigga. That's real as fuck. Yeah. So Issa is a this writer is a on very show, good right? moment, yeah. Issa's a writer. Kelly's one of the main writers. Like, they did a really good job. This was a very well-written episode. This is like, this is how I can see natural conversations yeah. coming. I think yeah. they did a really good, really good job. Um, And just that, the exchange between Lawrence and Condola was real. Because then he tried to bring it back. He said... You know what? Fuck off. Let me pour you a glass of wine. He tried to bring it back to normal. Right. And she was like. Because, like, he, you fucking up my vibe. Yeah, fam, I had the popcorn out. Like we finna shit. watch this silly ass show. I done poured wine. Like, we here now. Condola was like, you know what? I think I got to go. She was like, I ain't mad, but I'm just, I need to process. Yeah. I hear a lot of women say that. My girl says that. Motherfuckers love processing. Except you. 
Oh, you can't process. Because if she hit you with some shit, yeah. you'd be like, give me a couple minutes to process. No, it's over. The world You thinking of fucking lie? The world You trying to think of it? Or, oh, you want to break up? Like, you can't process, nigga. Mm. If you process, the process is over. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't ain't, ever do Ain't that. no trust the process. Because I don't trust <laughs> your ass. <laughs> nigga, never trust the process. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I, I like this scene. I thought that it was real. I thought that Lawrence did what he could do. Um. I would have been annoyed as fuck though, like, cause that's one of the moments you think, like, nigga, how small is the fucking world? Listen, Detroit. They say the world. Oh, Detroit is. So I put like this: the world is it's a small world, and Detroit is even smaller. But here's the thing, though. Um, and here's where I felt Lawrence more than I've probably felt Lawrence during this series. At the end of the day. I know it's awkward and, you know, potentially awkward for y'all. And I want y'all to figure out y'all shit. But me and you finna keep right on rolling, dog. Sorry. I'm not about to fuck up my... Sorry. I'm not about to fuck up a good thing. When I meet a good girl who I vibe with, who I have a good rapport with, and I got a good chemistry with, sorry, my niggas. Like, y'all's relationship is y'all's relationship. But guess what? Ours is ours. And that's what it's gonna be, nigga. What Marlo say? You want things to be one way, but it's the other. So, sorry, my nigga. <laughs> like this ain't one way, man. It's the other. So that's what it was. It's one of my favorite scenes, by the way. Nigga, the amount of times during this quarantine that I rewatched The Wire. All you gotta do is type in watch a scene from The Wire on YouTube, and then all the scenes from from the YouTube yeah, Wire gonna come man. up. That's how I reminisce. I've rewatched all but season two at least twice in the last month. Um, and the shit is crazy. And I watched Colors the other day. You remember Colors, nigga? That nigga Rocket was a goddamn animal. Anyway, uh, so now it's the day of the fucking mixer, man. It's mixer time. Issa's at the crib. She's trying to set up. She got her brother over there. One of the funnier scenes of the episode the neighbor, the loud neighbor who got the son that said, y'all eating tacos and kissing in the mouth. She say, Issa, your brother fine as hell. You think he'll, like, you think he'll fuck with me? Issa was like, yeah, no, nah, he's gay. <laughs> she say, oh, DeMarcus daddy gay. That's fine. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dog, that shit had me crying. Then, uh, But next is uh Molly and Andrew driving up driving over to the party so they driving to the party and they having a nice convo at first um Molly trying to give Andrew the heads up like yo this is kind of like a what she say this is a very down home vibe she hoeing her she hoeing Issa again and putting down the energy she like yeah this is a very down home ghetto shit and Andrew like so what you saying I could have saved this outfit and they have a little banter. Uh, she like, oh, nigga, don't trip Urban Outfitters, nigga. And I'm like, hi, this shit is cool now. Because they was doing that at the bowling alley when that nigga was like, only nerdy ass people know how to bowl anyway. Like, they've had this banter. So I'm thinking it's normal. And then she was like, or no, Andrew was like, well, look, while you trying to clown me and share Urban Outfitters, he was like, if we still dating by Friday. Or by next week. Or by next week, you want to go out Friday? She was like. Yeah, I um, think she said like next week, and then yeah, oh, she, and she then like she, yeah, she yeah. like about Friday, like any day but Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, but you got a date, and he was like, I mean, you ever so had to hit a chick with a, I mean? <laughs> so have you ever been dating somebody and they refer to a date that they had lined up? Uh, yes, 
Um, and this was a lot bolder reference than Andrew. Andrew kind of like tried to walk into it calmly, like like I mean, like uh, he had the teeth clenched. Like, uh. old girl straight up told me that she was going out with a nigga. Um, and she invited me to a house party that she had. This was later, and she said the nigga that she went out with was gonna be at the house party too. So I'm like, okay, so you're dating me and him? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And it had only been, it had been maybe three weeks yeah, of me like, dating her. So it was yeah, like, it'd be early as shit. Cause right. like somebody was like, yo, I'm trying to, I told this dude I was going, uh, I was going to go on a date tonight, but I'm trying to duck him because I don't want to go no more. Mm. Uh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 like, for, for, I was like, well, one, nobody said it was exclusive. Nigga Jay said, that's what's up. That's uh, what's up. I'm like, well, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it kept it moving because, like, like, I don't. So I guess what, this is, I guess, what happens is, like, um, at the end of the day, you don't own the other person. Yeah. No matter what the status yet, like, you can't make another person do anything. You know what I'm saying? You can't own another person until you had that conversation where y'all dating exclusively. I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Step um, your game up. Tell so, them. This. So let's talk about that, man. So they've been dating for a month, and Issa made a comment in the preview for the next episode that Andrew was dicking her down and making her laugh. So clearly they've been dating for a month and they've been fucking too. All right. That kind of muddies the water when you start having sex. When sex does muddy the water. Like if y'all not yeah, if y'all and not fucking. To throw another caveat in there, unprotected sex muddies it muddier than the muddied water, nigga. So if we have an unprotected sex, right? Now I'm now wor- I'm worried and it's my business now because if you haven't like, oh, I'm the nigga that you Fair. you want to go raw with, not the other people. Like so, so now it's like, yeah. I had this conversation with a girl I was kicking away back in college. I knew she was dating me and another guy. Um, because he was her ex and he came back around. But around the time he came back around, I had a lot of shit going on, so I couldn't really like fully focus on dating her. So she was like, yo, I'm kicking it with both of y'all. Like, said it straight up. Cool, I appreciate it. But I knew me and her weren't using protection. And I said, look, I'm not asking you this to be in your business. I'm asking for my personal protection. Are you and him having unprotected sex? She says, sometimes. I said, well, look, me and you ain't got to. But I can't be the raw nigga. No. And you try to convince me that he's not the raw nigga. And I appreciate her saying sometimes, but I said sometimes ain't enough, nigga. Nah, now we playing my life. Now we got to And here's the thing. I knew him. I knew the dude. He had as many hoes as me. So I said, yo, if he rawing you, I know his nasty ass probably rawing them other chicks. I can't take that risk. Mm-mm. So I'm going to back out to sex, nigga. And when we do do it, condoms, nigga, all the time. So all that to say... I get where Molly might think that, oh, shit, it's a bit shocking to hear this nigga got a date. But why? When she was dating multiple niggas? You've been dating multiple niggas since we known you. Facts. That's a whole thing. Molly ain't had a you nigga yet. Fucking a yet. whole married nigga and dating. Fam, you was going fucking out of a married town, nigga. Going going on, fam, out of you fucked Lil Rel, and then after Lil Rel gave you the damn ranch cheddar popcorn mix from Garrett's in Chicago... That they made up, by the way, and it wasn't fucking real because they had me at Garrett's looking stupid talking about, let me get the Buffalo Ranch caramel. They ain't have it. But after Lil Rel gave her to play and gave her some Henny and she fucked that nigga on the couch, she went back to Dro and shared the damn ranch caramel with that nigga. Ma'am. Don't be, what's the meme? Don't be mad when I pull a U on you. Ma'am. And here's the thing. Andrew seemed like a pretty straightforward dude. He don't seem like a bad guy at all. And he, then he's actually like, well, hey, I mean. He said, aren't you? 
dating other people? And, and she did what I hate when people do. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I was just asking, like, fam, you not dating other people. And then you start acting, yeah, you not. But then here's the thing. If you're not, one, just say you not. But two, even if you're going to throw that front on there, don't start acting funny, nigga. Molly took it from where it was like we still could have had a cool day, but then Molly started acting funny for the rest of the day. Like, they pulled up to the venue, and from there, like, first thing when they walked in, she was like, he was like, hey, I'm about to go get us some drinks. What do you want? She was like, oh, just get me whatever. I'm finna go find Issa. And he was like, all right, where are you going to be? She was like, you'll find, you'll find me. And it's like, Finn, what do that even mean? Like, I get, like, I get if you got a little attitude, but like, why don't you just address that shit right now? Because Molly don't know how to talk. She's not doing shit the therapist ever told her to do. It's like this. All right, fine. Fuck it. Oh, shit. No, I'm acting. I'm not dating because like, I really liked you. So. Um, Which she later said in a text. Yeah. But it's like, yo, I kind of. Like, if you would have just addressed that shit right up there, and then you can, like, you know, like, oh, shit, I didn't know. I didn't know it was that way. So, how about I cancel my dating? Yeah. Like, man, like, I thought we was. And let's address the fact that when I first got at you, you literally weren't fucking with me. Then you fucked me over because of some shit you did, a joke you started. And last, and let's not forget, like a month ago, you was fucking your friend who was married. Fam, I assumed that you were still fucking him. And I assumed that if you weren't, you probably was fucking with somebody. Like, I, nigga, don't come at me just thinking that. Oh, I dropped all the fucking hoes. If we haven't had a conversation about dropping hoes, because like people are not actually having actual conversations, and that's the problem, man. Uh, so you start dating a girl. Y'all been dating for a month. You still seeing other people. Do you tell her or do you wait on a moment like this to come up? Well, no, I ask like so, um, like shit, you you were just single, single? Like you yeah. weren't talking to nobody else? Like that yeah. some a young lady asked me the same thing. She was yeah. like, So what you just been like? And that's where you had this conversation. Like, okay, well, this is what I've been doing, so what you been on? Because yeah. like I'd rather have everything up front and personal, like yeah. at the very beginning. So like everybody going to what they And just keep it because here's the thing. On our first date, no, I'm not telling you I'm seeing other people. And I don't need you to tell me that. But a month in, if I'm still seeing other people, I might want to be open with you. But on the first date, if a, if the person I'm on the date would ask me if I'm still, if I'm Oh, if they dating, ask, yeah. But I'm saying on the first date, it's a natural inclination for me to think you are just because I'm like, fam, you didn't know me until today. So I assume yesterday you might have kicked it with a nigga. Because today... Now you kicking it with me. But before today, you ain't know me, nigga. So I'm a, I ain't even going to ask. But if you ask, yeah, I'm dating right now. I'm seeing what's out there, you know, trying to find a match. We all are, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you do when you single. You trying to find a match. So, and once you find it, you start going that way. Now, Jay, what's your, uh, what's your style when you dating multiple chicks, but then one of them match? You get rid of everybody right away, or you fade out. How you get rid? How you let the hoes go, nigga? Um, I guess it depends on a relationship. Yeah, with um, some of them you can be cool with. Like some be like, "Yo, I'm going on a date tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> at you tomorrow." Shout out to them. And those um, are underappreciated women, by the way. And then sometimes I just kind of fade out. Yeah, I'm usually a fade out nigga. But here's the thing about my fade out. My fade out is typically, it's not a planned fade. It's not. 
I just look up and oh shit, I haven't hit up none of the hoes in like two months. Yeah, it's so damn. That's a great point. So I got you. I should clarify. It's not that like I'm about to be like, yo, let me go back. Let me go ahead and play with somebody's feelings. Is that like once you start feeling somebody so much, that's where my attention goes. So like when I get a free a, a moment of free time. I'm reaching out to you, trying to connect with you, yeah. and then everybody else on the back end possibly get, oh, hey, what's up? Yo, know, I'm just been busy. I've been yeah. whatever the fuck. It's not like a planned thing where I'm just about to ghost somebody. Yeah. And and depending on the level of the relationship, it's a conversation like, yo, uh, just you know, all things being equal, uh, this been we kind of knew what this was, but like, yep. yo, I think I found somebody who is it's like work a process out wanna, of elimination, dog, like. Yo, you're you were great. I'm not. This ain't a slight to you. You was cool and we was rocking. But I found somebody better or low key for me. It has happened via text. Yeah, just how that conversation with Molly and them happened. Yeah. Oh, you must got a date on Friday. No, I actually I do. do. I do. Like, I don't think ain't real- a problem. Like I don't I ain't mean to. You know, I don't want that to come off like that's a, a thing. But I do have a date on Friday, so what's good, nigga? But I'm gonna see you Saturday though. But I t- so I so I can tell you why uh, some people don't do it that way. Yeah, because uh, I hate when I get rid of all my hoes and then oh man, it don't work out. Man. And now you you got to repair it with the hoes, or you just out here because you don't want to see like you know, man. or you done lost the hoes and it's irreparable. Yeah, fam, I've done that. Me too. I hate trying <laughs> to go back and get hoes and they be like, oh nigga, I found a whole man. I, and I'm pregnant, and we married. They'd <laughs> be like, "Damn, it's Dude, been it three was, weeks." It was Thursday, fam. They didn't find they love. It's Yo, true. I hate that shit. Chicks be finding niggas now quickly. That you found love, <laughs> nigga. What are we gonna do. do with this? Yeah, man. I don't like when the hoes find a nigga when I break up with who I got rid of the hoes for. Mm. I know that that don't like make sense, but I'm logistically. The, nigga, I'm the star of my movie. I'm yeah. the narrating voice. Yeah. Whatever I do is right in my movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we was I'm pulling him. for Kane. Kane was a bad nigga. Fam. He was I, not a good guy. I don't want to lose. <laughs> I don't want to lose, nigga. Um, do you care whether you keep the hoes or die? I, I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I want them all. Yeah. Like, all right. So they get to the event, man. The event is starting off a little shaky. Um, Condola and Issa are awkward as fuck. Naturally, um, I, I I get that. Uh, Tiffany is trying to throw in her lightweight apology. Like, she's like, "Are are y'all okay?" Uh, I swear I didn't know that they were. And Issa, like, girl, uh, it's too late now. Like, it don't really matter at this point, to be honest. Then Craig, ex girlfriend, was there and shit. Fam, um, she old. She's definitely gotten older. What? I watched Sprung the other day. She when I say she oh I'm not I'm not like trying to like knock her or no shit no like she that. been out here a long time she been she was on Ray Donovan facts and she was with the grandfather on Ray Donovan yeah like <laughs> no she's the, the elderly she was like with the great granddad like she was her love interest like yeah. that's old yeah and she's just um she one of them black famous people like you see her face and it's an instant well instantly you going back to Friday that's if you go back to anything but Friday first. I don't know if I trust you, yeah. but um, yeah, man, Craig Girl is there. Paula J. Parker, that's her name. And uh, she's the Diageo sponsor or representing the Diageo um, sponsorship. And it's a whole bunch of other important people there with money. And 
Issa ain't getting them checks. You know, it's a list for people to sign up and say they'll sponsor, and it ain't working, man. Well, see, it's not working with the Diageo chick, or um, because she ain't have a plan. Well, Condola is there. Yeah, and, and Condola's every, worked with her before. Yeah, and every time that she talks, they talk. They don't. They they trying to act like everything is all good. They're out of sync, and the energy is off. Yeah, they're out of um, sync like a motherfucker. Um, and they were Condola introduced her to Paula J. Parker's character. And Paula J. Parker was like, yo, like, I will tell me what this is. Like, what is yo? What's the point of this block party? And Issa couldn't really get it out. Like, so have you ever been in a situation where so I feel what Issa was um, and I I like ultimately where she she ended up at. Yeah, because I've been in situations where you dealing with a certain industry and you go into it thinking that are these are the answers that people want to hear. This is the way I should present this or whatever. And sometimes you have to recognize that people want to do business with you because of you. Yeah. And if and you are the thing because there's a million there's a million different photographers or videographers Facts. or some maybe some other place that you can go record your audio for your studio, or whatever. Like there's a there's a reason that people come and do business like with you. Facts. So you can't lose the you in the situation. Yeah. And for a moment, she was going through all these different conversations and trying to give them what they wanted and trying to like, no fam, just tell them the truth and be you. Yeah. So when she ultimately, her brother started playing, um, tr- uh, my neck, my back, man, that Kaya had me crying. dog. So he took a request from the neighbor. Um and start playing my neck, my back. Now the event really looks bogus, nigga. Cause now you got all these people there who was all one of them even made the statement when Issa was trying to make her rounds, like, oh, I've been to other condoli events. This one sounds way less fun. And they and they got to the numbers like, yo, so how am I get so all right, bet you want a sponsor, right? Yeah. It gotta be mutually beneficial. Yeah. How do I know that my what kind of metrics can How you see? How do we see? measure this shit? Like, all right, bet I put up five thousand dollars to provide you with food. Yeah. How many pieces of merchandise is my logo gonna be on? How big is the logo? How do I guarantee how many people have saw this? Like, it got to be mutually beneficial. So, so Issa at this point knew what she knew who she wanted there and who she wanted to help her. She didn't know how to convince them to help her, and she don't, she ain't had that together. And oftentimes we have really really good ideas. But we don't know how to monetize those ideas. Facts, facts. And we be like, all right, I know I can make some money, but where do those money, where do those avenues come from? And how do you get their buy-in? Because yeah. for us to do business, both of us got to win. Facts. The quote-unquote exposure can't be perceived exposure. I have to be, I need to find out what did I get with my $5,000 worth of food I, I, I lost. Yeah. Or, like I need something back. So that's when the creatives if you don't, if you're not good in the in the in the marketing spot and all the other stuff, that's when you get you a condola. That's when yeah. you go ahead and read because you can't do it all your all yeah. yourself. Yeah, and um, Issa kind of had a. This was one of the better moments for Issa in a while. She kind of snapped into it like, "Yo, I'm failing at this right now," and niggas were starting to leave. They was headed out the door, and uh, she grabbed the mic and she said, "All right, man, look." Here's why I want to hold this block party, dog. Black people, we have a lot of talent. We got a lot of dope shit. We got dope restaurants. We got a lot of stuff to highlight right here in Inglewood. And yet, 
because of things like gentrification, we go outside of the hood to areas that have been gentrified, and that's the shit we highlight. And it's like, we got stuff right in our own backyard. And I want to make sure that we highlight that and not waiting until white people come here and tell us, oh, this is the spot. Nigga. No, this has mm-hmm. been the spot. Yeah. And and she got up there and she said that, and niggas started paying attention. Like, oh, I get what your vision is now. And then was basically like, yo, I got like 10 sponsors. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of y'all here. Yeah. And we need more. Yeah. So there's in every corner, there's a sign of spot. I need your help. I need that. She said, I got 10. I need 20. Let's get to it. And niggas started signing up and she got what she needed. For the first time in a while, she kind of owned her shit. Yeah. And and she confidently spoke about what she wanted to do. She, so, it's one thing for you to have an idea and everything, right? Yeah. But when you can own it and overcome an objection, that's when you really build for this shit. Yeah. When a motherfucker tell you no and you be like, yes, because why? And that's what she did. Um, so I, I enjoyed that part and, um, she got a lot of people together. Yeah. She, um, and shit, she helped herself, man. Cause right now you still, even though Condola's helping you, you still have to make sure that she's not wasting her time. nigga. And she thanked her. Oh, so this was actually a huge moment. And if you didn't catch this, go back and rewatch the scene. So at the end of Issa's speech, she said, I wouldn't have been able to do any of this without the help from Condola, whatever her last name is, look in Molly's face. Instant jealousy. And that's where I said, here go the conflict. Now, Molly, and we see it like five minutes after this happened, Molly is jealous of the relationship you're starting to develop with Condola. But what that put in place, so that set a couple things in place. So Molly secured their friendship. Yep. Yo, we'll work through this this Lawrence shit together, right? Yeah. We secured that. It put that in motion. It also put the hate in Molly in motion yep. because we've seen that five minutes. It also gave Condola the quote-unquote go-ahead and put her going to, um, uh, damn, what's this nigga name? Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. You know, my, my short term is horrible. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence out. So that one that one little statement, a yeah. little speech, put three different things in motion. Yeah, because that was Issa saying, yo, I know it's been awkward with this Lawrence shit since we found out, but I'm still working with you, and I still need this event to go off because right now this is everything for me. And last week, well, last week, last season finale, she said she is finally over Lawrence. Yeah, and... Lawrence is finally overheard because you remember he fucked it up with the fine Indian chick that yeah. he worked with because he couldn't really get her cheating out of his mind. So he thought she was still fucking with their old coworker or their coworker because she had fucked him before. So now Lawrence going to mess with old girl. Yep. They're going to be cool. Yep. Now, even though I say don't stop fucking with her, Vaza, you need to taper your relationship with her moving forward, though. Yeah. Because y'all don't need to become BFFs. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. need y'all to go start hanging out every week. Keep a working relationship with working her. Working relationship, respectful and everything. But, but what we're seeing, though, through this first episode, they're friends. And that's and even how she told Lawrence, I think I'm friends with your ex. Not I'm working with your ex. She said that later. Yeah. I think I'm friends with your ex. Because I met her and we started working and we have a great relationship and I hold her accountable and I'm helping her grow. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like if you got a, if you working with my ex or something like that, I'm perfectly fine with y'all being cordial. 100%. Get y'all money. Y'all a month in. Yeah. Don't become BFFs with her though. Yeah. <laughs> like I know you can't really tell somebody who, who to be friends with, but like I would like 
Taper real your quick, relationship. Real quick, somebody in the comments on the thread said, fuck Lawrence. It's a girl, by the way. Of course. Fuck Lawrence. They either need to let him and Issa reconcile or write his ads off. That's why you spelled ass wrong. She said ads. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Tiffany is dead ass wrong and Molly is a ta- toxic friend. Hey, um, girl who wrote this. You sound dead ass wrong too, cause Lawrence ain't did shit wrong. Thanks. All right, bye. That nigga met a perfect, uh, met a perfect stranger, and now he wrong somehow. He need to be written off the show. It's fuck Lawrence now. But then look at her statement. Fuck Lawrence. Either they need to reconcile him and Issa or write him off. So fuck him unless he gets back with Issa. Hmm. Somebody on the internet also said not that, that bad, huh? Lawrence ain't shit. He ain't get nothing for Issa for her birthday, but got popcorn and wine for old girl. That's the crazy correlation. First of all, that <laughs> correlation's insane. I want to throw that out there. Second of all, when are people, black men specifically, because I don't really give a fuck about many other people, when are we able to learn from our mistakes? Why is everything we do wrong? Yeah, he was wrong for forgetting your girl birthday. You wrong for that. Never going to make no excuse for that. But I, if I'm dating a new girl and I try to do some like little small shit, get some popcorn, pop some hot sauce, all that... I'm wrong for trying to be better than I was in my last shit. But can we can we be real and say what the real problem was in their in their, in their first relationship? They both was her poor. haircut. They both was poor. Extremely. Like he was a poor. He was he was out of work. Why won't any woman admit that Issa was poor? Like why is that difficult? Because they was like uh, Lawrence broke ass wouldn't buy her this, and that's why it pissed me off. Because he was like Lawrence broke ass wouldn't buy her. No flowers for her birthday and blah blah blah. I'm like, dog, they was his his his. He it, paid the rent and the light bill on that motherfucker. His downfall was that he was a black, he was poor and black, and he had a little bit of mental health issues going on. Facts, you know what I'm saying. So we don't want to. Hey, jump I've over been that. out of work for a long time, nigga. You gonna be depressed? Like, let's not act like it that. hurts. As yeah. a man, that shit's gonna hurt you. And guess what? If Issa wasn't poor as well. That relationship probably would have ended. You know what I mean? Relationships end because hey, of finances. Hey, we're a lot less comfortable or a lot more comfortable if you ain't also broke. If you weren't so dependent on me having it. I know it's TV, but what I hate is yeah. y'all y'all villainize being poor and black like we not all poor and black. Mm-hmm. Some of us are a little less poor, <laughs> but like, come on, man. Hey, our favorite shit to talk about. Median household income in Detroit, 33K. All y'all niggas is poor and black on average. And here's the thing. I'm not downing a nigga or a household that's at 33K. I'm saying stop fronting like most of us ain't. That's all I'm saying, nigga. Because most of us are. We all at that fucking end right now. Specifically this moment we're in right now in economic history. Oh, it's finna get ugly for a lot of motherfuckers. Shout out to that stimulus check that's pending in my department. Hey, hey. Can Shout you, out to everybody that's getting that 1200 Hit me and Jay up with $100 cash app. Can y'all can y'all give me another one next month, too? Yo, why why won't they do that? Why won't they do like every other country that's been impacted by the fucking shit? Like, it's not a one-month thing. Fam, fam you can't give me $1,200. Did we talk about what, how we got that? No, no. I think that was... Uh, so, you know, the twelve. The, the, the 1200 is based on the federal minimum wage of $7.25 an hour. Oh, dope. Um, and seven 
a forty hour work week times four for a whole yeah. month is eleven hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. So they rounded Round up and gave up. everybody twelve hundred. Twelve hundred bucks. So if you we think, all make a minimum wage, baby. Yeah, and that's the federal minimum wage. I know a lot of states have their own yeah. minimum wage, but the federal minimum wage is seven twenty five. And so if you qualify for the twelve hundred, because yeah. a lot of y'all make what's being deemed too much to get to twelve hundred, even though some of the niggas making a lot of the money are gonna be the first ones losing a lot of money. <laughs> so the government really don't care about nobody because, for real, for real. Nigga. Because you cause your seventy five plus K yeah, yeah. um salary yeah. your your mortgage is probably a lot higher than yeah. the under 75k yeah. so you get you're accumulating more debt and going more in de- more into debt than others and like, getting less hurts. help and you know what's fucked up and they saying you don't your help don't really matter you know what's fucked up even more the people that make more than the 75k threshold who have kids because for the people who make less than that oh, and who yeah. qualify, and you get, they get 500 a kid 500 a kid yeah what if i make more than 75 but i got four kids Fam, that's a couple bands that I need. And y'all don't give me nothing. Even because, hey, maybe you don't give it to me single. But now I don't get to 500 per kid no more? I, I, you might get the kid. You might get the kid? I think you get the kid. Okay, I, don't, I ain't looked into the kids. I ain't got the kid. But I, I don't think you get the 1200 Yeah, but it's, no, you're definitely not getting the $1,200. Yeah. Well, you don't get it full. You, it starts getting prorated up until like... When it when you get to like ninety nine, yeah, you don't get nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. But it's but like seventy five to ninety nine, you get something. Yeah, you um, it goes all the way down the, like the, got you. It goes down like three hundred dollars. Yeah, every time. I think it literally was like two ninety nine or some yeah. bullshit like that. Anyway, uh, so the event goes off well. After the event, Condola goes over to Lawrence's crib. Lawrence says, "How was the event?" She like, "Yo, it was good." He was like, "How are we?" And she just start tonguing that nigga, and then she reverse cowboying. I like that energy, nigga. If the last time you was over here and you was being awkward, when you come back, reverse cowboy me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought we was about to get some some TNA. Yo, so. If we don't get the TNA from TSA, then I need TNA from C-O-N-D-A-A-A. That nigga just spelled Condola wild. Um, here's, I, I figured out why we didn't get no TNA from Condola. Because her and Lawrence actually had several sex scenes, air quotes, because Issa had a flashback when she found out they were dating to them yeah. fake fucking at the but we ain't gonna it was three different positions they were in and we ain't see no condola ass cheeks. Here's why. She don't got no ass in real life. The actress who plays her, she just had a baby. Mm. I don't think she would not that like her body ain't in like whatever shape it need to be. I don't think she wants to be on camera with her booty. I'm a new mom, nigga. I don't want my new kid. See, that's my thoughts because so a lot of they times, were strategically not showing her butt. I, I noticed, like, because I was strategically looking she, for. It. She was riding Lawrence, and her skirt was pulled all the way down. In the flashback that Issa had, her skirt was all the way to her knees, and she was riding that nigga. I said, "What the fuck?" So I was wondering, because like, I wonder how some, because you know they use body doubles sometimes. Yeah, yeah, facts. And I'd be like, so you know, you did not get naked, but the whole world think you was naked. Yeah. So does that matter? Yeah, if the whole world think you was naked, but you wasn't really naked. Uh, these really wasn't my tits. But if my kid watched this, they be like, "Mine." That's yeah. And I feel like that's where she's at. Is I don't want my kid to think that these is my tits. Yeah. So these ain't my tits. So ain't no tits. Cause that scene where she was reverse cowboy and that nigga like the cover was literally like wrapped around her waist like it was a fucking toga party. I was like, "All right, fam, this is weird." But then they showed Lawrence butt nine times in them little scenes. TSA butt. 
Issa butt, everybody butt except Condola butt. It's the only butt I want to see, but whatever, man. They gonna do her like they did us with fucking fancy. What's her name? No, what's her name? No, not Power fancy. No, uh, fancy showed ass. Fancy got naked real quick with her old ass. I can't think of old girl name. Um, Ramona. Yeah, Ramona. Ramona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it was? Um, all right. So they cool, but it was a moment between. Issa and Molly that kind of took us toward the end of the episode, man. So Molly or Issa was talking to Molly and Molly kind of in an effort to get it to her and Andrew because they weren't talking about her and Andrew. Oh, let's talk about how Andrew left. So after the shit was over, Andrew was like, man, this was good. I had a good time. And Molly was like, yeah, it was cool. He was like, you ready to get out of here? She was like, "Mm, I think I'm going to stick around and help clean up. He was like, okay, I guess I'll catch a lift. But it's like, fam, you drove. Uh, Molly, yeah, yeah. so it's it's a little awkward because yeah. you drove. Now, granted, I can see you helping Issa because that's your best friend. She had an event. And help. hey, I thought Andrew might say, "Oh, I'll help." I thought that's where he was going to. Thought he was headed there, but I think because of the tension that already existed, the nigga was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here." But I do want to point out that I'm finna jump in a lift when you brought me here. And he was like, "And we everything good?" Oh, yeah. No, yep. No, we're good. good. And it's like, fam, why do people do that, bro? We not good. Say you not good. But like, listen, like, you know, I, I'll be honest. I was kind of my feelings a little bit earlier. Hey. I, I know we didn't have this conversation, but I just had the the vibe that you gave me hey. was that we was exclusive. I thought it was me and you. Uh, and I, and um, I'm kind of bummed out about that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I'm not mad at you per se. Like, I'm not ready to, but you know, but like, I was kind of bummed out about that. So yeah, I need a couple of days to process. Yeah, man. <laughs> and it's like, yo, I ain't trying to make this shit weirder than it already was, but like, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to clean up. You know, I, I'll see you next week because we still want out. And it's perfectly fine to say, yo, I've I've I've, I've done relationships a certain way in yeah. the past. Yeah. And it ultimately haven't worked out with me. Right now, I'm looking for some exclusive shit. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not there right now, that's cool. And I ain't going to lie. For me, this is me. This is Ant. If I'm dating you for a month, me, Ant, actively dating you for a month, I'm probably in the process of dropping my hoes if I like you. Facts. Because it's expensive. It's expensive <laughs> as fuck. It's, it's really expensive dating multiple people. Women eat. Women eat. And women don't always eat salad. It's my third date this this week. Yeah. And it's like, all right, so all three of y'all ate lobsters? Wow. That's $72,000. And I ain't getting the $1,200. Bitch, I am poor. Um... So then she talking to Issa when they clean up. It's not the only reason, by the way. Yeah, no, it's not. But it is a reason. That's a reason. And it's a reason that I need people to stop invalidating. Because it does matter. Like, after a certain while, yeah, I'm going to start narrowing this down to who I like. Or cut all y'all off. Because y'all ain't finna keep fucking using me. I ain't the ATM, baby. My name ain't Chase. You feel me? So Issa and Molly kicking it. And Molly throws it out there. I think I'm done fucking with Andrew. And Issa like, damn, what happened? Y'all was good. She was like, oh, that nigga just, he bullshit. He full of shit. He dating. Oh, yeah, and she told Issa already. Yeah. Earlier, like, yo, he dated multiple people. And she was like, okay. Issa was like, what's the problem, man? And like, and Issa, so I felt, I took two tones from Issa in that moment. One, she was like, what's the problem? Because bitch has been a month. Yeah, and, you know, I be dating yeah, like a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> but then the other tone I took was, Molly, this kind of my moment right now. And your shit ain't really, like, the most important right now. So, like, save that. We can talk about that. Plus, Molly, I know you. 
You always have dating multiple niggas. You keep multiple niggas. You rotate, fam. Because let's not forget. So, so this what this what the fuck irritates me to out, out of out of the Twitter verse that I've been seeing. Okay, how all the people was like on Molly's side and shit. Like I could have saw all the memes I see people from y'all talking about y'all should y'all should be dating multiple niggas. Yeah. Cause I never see them. I never see a meme where somebody telling men, "Yo, y'all should date multiple women to find out who gonna be your true queen." Yeah. and all that shit. It's always like, "Yo, women, you gotta have it." Is it one or two ways? Because it 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 can't be both ways. Either you think you should be dating multiple people, because I see so many posts and so many yeah things about that, and that's what he's doing. So why is that at the double standard? If that's what you truly yeah, want. Yeah. And if you if, haven't communicated that you want to be exclusive. Because that's not. That's what's n- the expectation there? Because that's not something that you truly want. Yeah. That's some shit you say, oh, guys be doing this. So I'm going to prop up this. I'm going to yeah. do this straw man shit. A, a fake ass argument just to have one. Because that's not what you really want to do. It's a great point. Ladies, stop trying to do what niggas do. Because half the shit niggas do, we don't even want to do it. Half the shit niggas do is bullshit. Half the shit niggas do, niggas do because people think we do it. Or people say, a real man, and they follow up. A real man don't eat dessert. (laughs) Or get apps. Pierre Masu, that nigga got Yeah. So now we got to OD and order mad steaks and die from fucking heart disease. Nigga, is that lemon meringue pie? Fam, (laughs) my mom made a lemon meringue pie the other day. My mom eats a lemon meringue pie. Fam, I eat a lemon meringue pie right now in a bitch face, man. Anyway, stop trying to do what niggas do because half shit niggas do, we only doing because society told us just what niggas do. And then we do it and realize that it fucks niggas up. He also got real like most niggas. Let me stop saying niggas. Like yeah. most men yeah. do not have like a bunch of a bunch of women. Yeah, facts. And like it's only a thing where you're you're the guy is celebrated for having so many women because that's a hard task to do. Yep. Everybody don't got the gift of gab and who yeah. all you know what I'm saying? So I mean and everybody ain't got the finances. Everybody ain't got the time. Everybody don't speak for hours on three hours a week. Man. To to you know what I'm saying? Like Man. people some people can talk, some people can't. Yeah. Some people are interested, some people aren't. So when you see somebody who just happened to maneuver through all these different women, tasks that you can't do, you can't get one, he got seven. Yeah. So you look at him like, damn, man. So that whole little y'all get celebrated because we re- we re- understand that it's not a, a easy task. Easy. It and ain't easy. Because there are a few who are able to maneuver through that. All the rest of them get the get the tag of, oh, y'all all do this. No. Yeah. If random uh Robert Washington had <laughs> 20 hoes on like, come on, man. This is just not it's and not realistic. The reason we get the, the tag is cause it ain't that we all do it. It's the nigga you liked Facts. who did it. And you found out you were the girl that got left behind when he dropped his hoes. That be the problem. But I'm nigga. Message, but so all the niggas that you dating, based on these memes, all the women, all the men that y'all dating, yeah. You mean to tell me y'all call and have an individual con- conversation with them, or do you ghost them? Because I saw a lot of questions, a lot of shit about how, oh, why did he ghost me? Like y'all, like y'all doing the exact same thing. Yeah, this is this is human behavior, not male or female behavior. This is how humans interact. Yeah. Yep. But somehow we always get it. This is what guys do. This is what girls do. This is just human behavior. I just told that chick that wrote "fuck Lawrence." They either need to have him reconcile or write him off. I told her make this make sense, <laughs> make it make sense. And then my nigga said, "Huh? Please explain." 
So we'll 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 keep y'all posted on her explanation on why Lawrence either needs to get with Issa or be written off. I mean, I hope I, I hope if she's in the thread, she listens to the podcast, right? I'm oh, I'm definitely gonna post the links in the thread. I said I'm gonna start doing that more now because I'm like that's where so many other people oh, who ain't in the group. It's not because it's on your personal. page. Yeah, it's on my personal page. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna post the links in the thread and on the. She gonna catch it. I just want to see, like you know. And, you know, hopefully she get into the pod and she get this far and she hear me shout her out. What up, Tiff? <laughs> <laughs> you know? What's Tiff? No, no, no. I don't know her. Oh. I don't know her. I've never say, seen this girl ever in my life. I'm going to say Tiff Tiff? No, no, no. Not Tiff Tiff. <laughs> I'm about to say that be t- No, no, no. Um, But, so Issa and Molly talking at the end. Molly tell Issa, yo, me and Andrew might be done. Issa tell Molly, nigga, what the fuck? Y'all was good. She tell her, oh, he just here. Yeah, I don't know. And Issa like, fam, get over yourself. And then Molly was like, well, you know, to be honest, you really gonna be friends. You with really her? gonna be friends with Condola after that shit with Lawrence? What shit? She said that because think to the dink, I'm jealous that you just said you couldn't have put this event on without her help. What about me, Molly? What Molly, you me? didn't do anything. What about me shitting on your dreams, fam? Molly, everything I've ever asked you to help me for, you helped me in the moment, and then you put me back on the street so I could go fuck my life up some more. You didn't help me long term. What I'm trying to do with Condola is a real friend, not even a real friend, because I only know her, a genuine person. She's just a good person, bro. Condola seems just like a good human being. She's giving me, not, she's doing something that a lot of people don't do. Let's talk about it real quick before we get out of here. A lot of people wouldn't do, in this era, what Condola's doing for Issa. I don't know you. I'm not benefiting from this, but I'm going to put you on all my plugs, all my vendors, all my connections, introduce you to all my sponsors, people I've worked with who vouch for me, and I'm going to put you in front of them because I want to help you execute your dream. Fem, it's enough fire for everybody. Exactly. When people come to me and ask me about the podcast or podcast studio or equipment yeah. or whatever, I give you the answer. Yep. I'm not about to run you around the bush. Low. this is what I use. This is where I got it from. You should reach out to this source. This can do this, do this. Because, like, especially if you look like me, yeah. like, why would I not assist you? Yep. Like, that's just what you should do because... It's enough. Fam, crabs don't belong in a barrel. They never told you that. Facts. Nigga. And yet, not only do we be in the barrel, we fucking keep one another in the barrel, man. Like, so I I appreciate what Condola's doing for Issa. Because it's like, Molly been your friend your whole life. I've been your friend a month. And I've already helped you execute more in that month than Molly ever did. It's just a fact. And, like, shit, even Kelly was at the event helping secure sponsorships. Molly thinks she is the shit. Molly can't do no wrong. You mean to tell me after you shitted on Andrew multiple times. Now you mad he not exclusive? You dissed him, went on a date with him, dissed him again, showed him at his house, asked him for an apology, didn't finally apologize. As soon as y'all go on a date, you think he didn't drop everything in this fucking world to focus on you. Yeah. Because you told him about some shit you was going through at work one time. No, that's not how it worked. Yeah. Molly might be one of the worst people in the history of television. So somebody said in the thread earlier, and it was an accurate fucking uh, depiction of Molly. She did real insecure. No, no, no. They Well, facts. They said uh, Molly is Tony Childs from Girlfriends. <laughs> and it's funny because they look like the actresses, yep. um, Jill Marie Jones and Yvonne Orji, but She's Tony Childs. It was an episode, if you used to watch Girlfriends, it was a couple episodes where Tony was having an affair on her boyfriend, ended up getting chlamydia. Mm-hmm. She was fucking a doctor. The doctor had chlamydia, gave it to Tony. 
Tony's boyfriend thought he gave it to her. He went and got checked immediately. She even led him to believe he was dormant. He ain't had shit. So then she like, oh, well, maybe he was lying dormant in me. She's still lying about it. Didn't say, yo, I cheated on you and fucked the nigga I thought was safe because he was a doctor and had more money than you. Turned out he burned me. And then Joan let it slip to the dude because Tony was supposed to tell the boyfriend I cheated and got chlamydia, my bad. Joan thought Tony did what she was supposed to do. She didn't. She let it slip to the nigga. The nigga dumped Tony. So then Tony tried to fuck Joan boyfriend. That's some scary That's shit. some Molly-level toxic, nigga. And that's where we at right now. I can see her trying to approach her and be mad about yeah, it. Yeah, like, to fuck her. you tried to fuck her, man, dog. She literally tried to seduce that nigga. So Molly sees Issa developing this bond in this relationship with Condola. Tries to ruin it. Tries to ruin it. Yo, you still going to be friends with her? Bitch, why wouldn't I? Look at the working relationship I have with her. I just got 20 sponsors tonight for my event. 30. 30. Like, come on, dog. Why would I not? I need her help. Like, her help is helping me build my dream. What is your help doing? You help me put up chairs. Appreciate you. But it's a difference. You trying to help me surface level. She trying to help me, like, really expand what, I, what my vision is. So, Molly, uh, what do you think is going to be the conflict that makes Issa say I don't fuck with Molly no more? Like, what you think is ultimately going to happen? Um, I think it's going to be, like, how she... Kind of like this. Like, I can't yeah. see a, a brand... Well, I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. clearly. But I can't see, like, a brand new conflict. Yeah. I think that it's going to be something related to... I think Molly's going to try to interfere with Condola and Lawrence's relationship through Issa. Like, she's going to try to, like, put it in Issa's ear, like, oh, guess who I saw today? Like, that sort of energy, like, to try to make Issa jealous of that. To stop fucking with Condola, nigga. Something like that. I don't know. What's going to happen is Issa, she going to try to say something to Issa. Issa going to say something real. And then she going to get offended. Just kinda, yeah. how this kind of exchange went. And then she going to say some real fucked up shit yeah. to Issa. And Issa going to be like, okay, bitch. So Molly's the friend at the beginning of the episode saying, yo, we need to hold each other more accountable. But then by the end. Cloak that shit under accountability. Because yeah. that's what she said, yeah. too. Yeah. Nah. She ain't no accountability, man. A little bit of hate on that. Oh, it's mad hate on it, man. Uh, any any bold predictions you got from this first episode? It's only a half hour, but... I was, I was wishing it was an hour, dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so pardon us on that. Um, For everybody who listened last week, misinformation. It ain't an hour, but we are getting 10 episodes. So shout out to at least a longer season. But I did need them episodes to be at least like 45 minutes, dog. But... I'll take the 30, 35, man. Fuck, I'm just glad it's back. Because for the next nine weeks, we get this. Well, I know for man. sure there's going to be a, a, a Issa and Lawrence meet up again. Oh, I mean, bump, she bumping to this nigga like so, every other week. My bold prediction, and it's literally based off a picture that the actress who plays Condola had on her Instagram. It's obviously her as Condola. But her facial expression, one, it was a new outfit, new hairstyle, so I knew it wasn't going to be yesterday's episode. Her facial expression in this picture she had up, she looked like Lawrence just told her, I'm sorry, but I, I can't do this. Like, she had that face. Like, like that nigga either getting back with Issa or it was too many times that Issa's name came up and he wasn't comfortable. And Something going to happen. And that's perfectly fine on his part. Yeah, yeah. If it's like, listen. Yeah. This is my ex of five years. Yeah. It's been 
I don't know. If, I don't know if it's been a year yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And TV Since time, the whole shit happened. All yeah. this shit happened. We together five years. Now y'all trying to y'all BFFs. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. I don't like, like this, it. This is a little bit too much. I don't like. And it. I don't want to tell you who to be friends with. Yeah. And I because I don't have that right. I don't yeah. own another person. But this too much for me, and I don't want to deal with it right now. Yeah. This not this. I thought I was getting a clean slate. This slate still got chalk on it. Facts. Like Facts. I still see my old work. And I don't like it. On this new slate. I don't like it. Mm -mm. I don't like it one bit. So we're going to see what happens there. Um, You think Andrew going to get... Because Molly did text Andrew and say, look, I thought we was kind of just having fun, but hey, I like you. So my bad about earlier. I kind of want Andrew to whore. I want him to whore badly. Because like, you, you, like, you playing like you're a child. Yeah. Like, how many times we got to keep doing this? You grown as fuck. Molly. We're fucking 30-somethings. Yes, I'm dating multiple people. And when it comes to you, you've already played games with me. Several times. So not only am I dating multiple people, I'm going to be dating multiple people till I figure out if you even for real or not. Because right now you're on bullshit. And Molly's one of them people I don't like. At the at any sign of something being wrong, she dismiss you. Yep. It's over. You don't want to communicate and talk and, and get feelings out. You while just I'm, break up. While I'm asking you what's going on. Yeah. And you can perfectly explain it to a T to yeah. Lisa. But when I'm talking to you right in front of you, I get you can't say nothing. And I just, I don't trust people. And I, I used to be this person, so I speak as an authority on this subject. I don't trust people who cut you off at the first sign of any conflict, ever. Every time y'all have any conflict, it's a cutoff. That ain't the response, my nigga. You just keep running. That's it. You running from your problems, and Molly's a fucking runner. Did a shit with Dro. Woo! Woo! I don't, I don't like this, so... We got to stop this immediately. Only call me when this. Man. Like, and it's yeah. like, nigga. And then Dro cut your dumb ass off. Because Dro said, fuck it. I don't, I, nigga, you want to play that game? How about we don't play none? And I hope Andrew do that shit to her too, man. We're going to find out. But nevertheless, great first episode. Glad to have a squad back. Glad to see some new characters. I liked the TSA, nigga. He was funny. I like Condola. And he held her down. He was like, he did. after that little speech, man, this party lit as fuck. Yeah, he was out Music there playing security. On, yeah. Started clapping like he did his thing. He likes Issa. Here's my thing. She's going to hold him. She will. It's coming. And I know it's coming because that Issa going to get in her bag of, oh, I'm yeah, I don't like you now. like that. Yeah. I don't want her to get the bougie really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can see that happen. That could happen. It could happen. Um, Whew, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. She could definitely play that nigga. Like, you fam, still, you TSA and you fat. You still only got one part-time job. Fam. And driving Lyft. Yeah. You ain't out of the water. You see, you ain't but a, a hair above water right now, nigga. So relax. Um, Tiffany's still pregnant. So I still have hope that we figure out if she was cheating on her nigga or not. That's coming out. I, it has to. Because I actually don't think it's any reason for her to still be pregnant. If it If it does not come out. It's one of the most, the biggest plot holes in yeah. any fucking show, yeah. and I'll be angry yeah. at the show. I'm going to have to end, unlike Power, these writers, Issa, Kelly, and all the other people who are on their writings, Prentice Penny, they're too good to let something like that never come out. Like, last year we let y'all slide with it, cool, but now that she's still pregnant, I need that to come back up, and I need to see it. Um, couple other real quick notes. Uh... Lawrence J. Ellis, he directed episode seven of this season. So I'm excited to see what the fuck happens there. Kerry uh, Washington directed episode nine. I don't like when they do shit like that. Yeah. All these different type of, like, give yeah. me a show 
well, from one director's point of view, because I don't necessarily I'm not saying that the yeah. episode, but like give me a, a director's point of view through the whole. I want consistency. I don't yeah. want up and down because we seen what happened with Power. Yeah, everybody well, wrote and directed their own. Yeah. Like everything was up and down. Some more violent. Some more this. Yeah. So give me a consistent. They were just wilding, but. It's also time, well, on the writing end of things, at least, it's also times where it works. Um, Like, well, writing and directing. Like, The Office, for instance. Mad niggas used to write episodes of the, like. Oh, uh, Apple got a uh, um, a series sale on mm. um, on iTunes or whatever. I went yeah. there and bought The Office for like $35. Yeah. But I realized that I apparently I've already bought it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did buy a, a TV show called Life. It yeah. used to come on uh, NBC. Uh, it was only on for two seasons. It's one of my favorite TV shows, period. Um, it's fucking great. Buy that shit. Yeah, man. Mindy Kaling used to write and direct Mad Episodes. Uh, the dude that played, um, well, shit, Steve Carell used to write. In, so it can work if done right, but it is risky, especially for black shows. Because, like, we had some people get in the writing room who don't understand the tone of what was happening, i.e. power. Yeah. Like, a lot of them white directors weren't really getting it, and then here come Mario Van Peebles with a good episode, and it was like, yeah, I wish the other four before this were good, too. So, anyway, let us know what y'all thought, man. Join the Facebook group, This Week in Culture. Follow This Week in Culture on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at This Week. That's week spelled W-K. In culture, um, in the letter N, culture, Send us Blackberry letters. We need some. And right now, this is like Blackberry letter season with Insecure on. Perfect fucking time to get y'all relationships and, and life questions answered. And uh, just let us know what y'all thought, man. Episode one of season four. We thought it got off to a great start. I hope they keep that energy up for the next nine weeks. Let us know what y'all thoughts are. Stay safe in the Roni. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Join the groups. Click the link and subscribe to This Week in Culture, man. We'll see y'all next week. We probably going to go live after the episode next Sunday so y'all get prepared for that. In the meantime, till we meet again, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, episode 94. We out.